Welcome to Do the Right Film. My name is Harvey. My name's Thomas. I'm Sean. And I'm Steve. Yeah. Okay. Today we've got a review for you. It's uh, The Nun, directed by Corin Hardy. We're going to be talking about some movies we watched during the week, and we also have a topic for you today. Um, I think... Steve, did you make this one up? No, this is uh, me. So I want. No, I mean, I'm the one who suggested, so I technically had like I did like 20% of the work. I literally put it in the but I did the 20%. group topic document this morning. <laughs> but I mean, I'm the one who's like, you should do this one. Oh, you mean when I walked in and said, "Hey, check oh. the topic list." Well, like, yeah. <laughs> well then, yeah. I guess credit goes to oh. Shomo. It is uh, this way, but I don't get like at least five percent. Five percent? No. Oh, fuck. If he cre- if he made it, then he gets a hundred. Sorry. Thanks, Harvey. Yeah, I believe it is uh, movies we would survive and movies we would not survive. We're going to be talking about both. Right, right. There's a lot of dumb horror movies out there where you're saying, you know, if this was me right now, I'd be all right. Or if this was me right now, I'd kill myself because I can't handle the fear. I think we all know like our strengths and our weaknesses, and based on we should also set some rules for this topic. We we can we can't just say that. I would survive because I wouldn't be there. Yeah, we, yeah, we have we, to put ourselves yeah, in we, that yeah. realm. Well, guys, I guess I'm not going to be on this. Uh, you count me out because that was my answer. That's a cop out. <laughs> yeah, that is a cop out. You got to you got to talk about the circumstances surrounding the horror and and why you would. Be. I would have been like, I would never enter the haunted house. I would have been like, well, yeah, that, I'm that's good. a cop out. You got to you got to come up. All right, yeah, I got I got. Some, all right, mine's not a cop, but yeah. I'm excited. It'll yeah. be funny. Yeah, I think it'll be funny. Um, or terrible. Before we get started, let's talk about everyone's week. Sean, how was your week? Uh, this week, um, did we skate? We did not skate, actually, and I was thinking about it all week. It's Wait, we didn't skate? No. Oh, was it, was it hot? Cold? What was it? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's been a weird week. Um, this week, um, I didn't do too much. Uh, Sean and I did some stuff for the film that we're working on. Uh, doing some more tonight as well. And uh, we went out, me, Harvey, and um, this other guy, Jesse, uh, went out to, for some drinks last night. Harvey puked in the bathroom. Dude. And um, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Just embrace it. <laughs> don't. Yeah. I don't want people getting the idea that I'm always puking in the bathroom. No, this is only his third time since I've met him. But you, you guys have seen me puke like yeah, I've always. Seen puke a lot. I have you seen me puke uh, yeah. iced tea. Three times is not a lot. I, I, uh, I have a good puke story for Sean, just real quick. I remember we brought him. Sean was was not a citizen when I met him. No. So I mean, he's basically. An I didn't tell him that. Well, did but I tell you guys? You did. Oh, yeah. Uh, but we we like to treat him like our foreign friend that we wanted to show American culture, even though he grew up in New York. And he, where did you take him? <laughs> we took him to CC's. Even pizza. though I had been here for like fifteen years. You guys are aware of CC's Pizza, right? Yeah. yeah. At nope. The t- at the time, it was six dollars for all you can eat, uh, which is insane. Yeah. And um, Glutton. he uh, we we try to show him how we do it here in America. We ate. Plates on plates. They were just piling yeah. up on the table. And Sean was like on his third plate. I thought I'd roll with the big boys. Dying yeah. on his third plate. Me, meanwhile, me and the other person with us had about 10. And uh, we went out in the parking lot. Sean can't handle it. He is just, he's just like, I'm going to die. This is it. He starts puking. Oh, so he's like reacting like any normal human so, being would. So he's, yeah. he's puking. And I'm grossed out by puke. I'm running around in circles trying not to puke. I'm like projectile puking. puking too. I, like I Cinnabon, like, <laughs> swirl. <laughs> I start gagging, not because I eat too much, because I'm a fucking tank, but because I just don't like puke. Puke makes me puke. But anyways, that's my story. And then you puke, right? <laughs> I think. I and then our other buddy bit. Tony had to puke. So he <laughs> he ran away so he would see us puke. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a weird, weird day. 
Yeah, it sounds uh, good times. Good times. Sounds great. I remember like texting. I was like talking to this girl at the time too, and I was like texting her as we're walking into CC's, and I wrote and I texted her, "Yeah, going to CC's. Never ate her, her. I didn't put here. <laughs> That's so weird. Did she never talk to you again? Memory. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Steve, how was your week? Steve. Oh, hey, what's up? Uh, get to, get get it together, man. Yeah. Uh, it's been a cool week, I guess. Uh, it's the most fashionable time of the year. I don't know if you guys know it's Fashion Week. Right now? Yeah, it's right like now. We're in it? You said so, it was Fashion Week about two months ago. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, it's always Fashion Week, technically, in New York. Everyone's doing, but this is officially Ugh. the week. So I just want to go around the table and what, what, what is the best outfits you guys seen? I haven't seen anyone. I saw one, actually. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah. Do you can want to comment? Yeah, there's a, there's a girl, <laughs> probably about 17, 18 years old. This way, how do you know how old she <clears throat> is? I can carbon date things with my eyes. <laughs> I can spot them. He watches a lot to catch predator. I can tell you how old the drywall is, okay? You spot them, I'll give you the number. <laughs> that one right there. All, All right. right. Uh, and she had made a uh, very nice skirt out of coffee filters. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. I applauded Was her. Was she a homeless woman? Like a crazy woman? Nope, nope. She was clearly a NYU Fashion- student. Oh, Fashionista. Really? Okay, yeah. okay. Trendsetter. Uh, Harvey, your favorite outfit? It could be something you we wore. We can't be doing this right now. We got to move on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to move on. But <laughs> I'm going to say that Tiva's with uh, like some sandals underneath. Mm. I can rock with that. Thank you, Harvey. Yeah. Show <laughs> up. I didn't see anything. I personally think fashion's lame. So sorry, guys. Same. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, really. my week. Yeah that's, yeah. that's all you had. My week was pretty uh, pretty boring. Um, just did some things, thingamajigs. What, what did I do? What? What? Why is everyone doing that? Asking someone else around the table. It's very like, hard to remember your week. It's just like life is just such a bore. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing really notable happened. I know Mac Miller died yesterday. That was pretty sad. I was yeah. a little, yeah. little bummed out about that. I really like yeah, his music. Too. Me too. Yeah, everyone. Uh, so you know, it. rest in peace, Mac Miller. You know, I I I just hate cliches. And Burt so, like I just never have any words. Burt, yeah. You know, like I, I can't say things that other people say. It just makes me cringe. Like, like when people are like uh, on Facebook, I'm here if you need to talk. Like, I just can't say those words because it's so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I'm here. Like, what are you to gonna t- say? Yeah. Like, and like, who, you know, who are you gonna touch? You know. Everybody I think. Says I it. think. So, like, I'm pretty insensitive when it comes to that stuff, and I, I don't. Get into people's. I think I think the create the the correct word or phrase to say is I'm here if you want someone to talk to. I think you're just you're really just listening. I don't think you're talking at all. Well, right, but even that I can't say because it really? just seems like it just seems like a cop out. I'd I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather engage, you know, be like in a dialogue. No, I'd rather engage. Be like, oh, um, like if something's going on, like, so what is it? What you know? What, what are you depressed about? T- tell me right. Like, I would just get <laughs> I like right to the like point. Really, you know? Damn, they, they should make you a counselor. No, I'm just <laughs> saying. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> All right. But anyways, that's, that was my week. I watched. Uh, I know I said I would make up for uh, how shitty of a podcast co-host I was last week. I watched like no movies. So? So I watched some movies this week. I spent a lot of time doing that. Okay. That's good. Um, Not a lot, but. You guys want to start talking about movies? What about your week? Um... There's not much to tell there. Just kidding. I don't care. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I, I mean, got me excited, and then he tore me down. Honestly, like you can just kind of pick apart. Like, so Sean said, you guys went drinking and did some skating. So I mean, I'm assuming we did not do skating. We, we did, did not listen to Sean. 
Oh, I just every time he says skating, I'm just like, oh, so you guys did skating? No, we didn't skate this week. That would have been nice though. Um, I just worked pretty much. Um, had did your, it, did your Idris Elba character make an appearance at all this week or no? Um, no, no, I didn't record any voice lines okay. this week. <laughs> um, I did go out for drinks, however, last night with uh coworkers as well too. Um, I met them up before uh, I met up Sean. Nice. Yeah. So it was a nice. Uh, we were kind of celebrating like a like a milestone in the uh, in the game and uh, some other things. So um, yeah, it was a nice time. We did it. We complete level ninety nine. Had a, too many uh, high lies. That's what happened. That's what happened to me. Um, but yeah, enough of that. Let's uh, talk about some movies. Oh right, yeah, yeah. Let's talk movies. I uh, think uh, you lost last week, right? I did. Yeah, I did lose. Oh, you did. Yeah, just Steve got all fucking clever wait, on me. And wait, didn't he give you another um, Hitchcock film? Yeah, he did. I completely forgot that I, that you lost and I gave you a movie. By the way, he's giving me these uh, these old movies, these old classic movies. I mean, uh, they're old, yeah. But this one's in color, though. So oh, so this was just like, oh, I'm in. I just like that, um, you know, people. Like Hitchcock adopt as soon as color became normative, you know he's like, you know what, I'm gonna start using this shit right now. All my movies will be early color. adopter. I think early fifties is color, right? Yeah, I would say I'm not a right. film historian, so I couldn't okay. tell you. Well, I enjoy that. Um, sure, I, there's nothing against black and white, but I mean, if you got the color back then, use it. Because uh, <laughs> before they weren't doing black and white to make it look old. That's just all they had. All right, so I watched Rear Window. Uh, this is the second Hitchcock movie that Steve is is assigned me. The previous one being Rope. Uh, I think it was black and white, wasn't it? See, yeah. Which one came first? Rope. Rope, Rope did right. Um, so I watched Rear Window. Obviously, it's directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, the screenplay is written by uh, John Michael Hayes. I just want to interrupt you real quick and say that we were way off about color. Were we? we? Way off. Like 50 years. They had, what? They had color as early as like 1902. Well, I know, but like in, to yeah, use like, it in yeah. realistic terms. It was like, to use, to use was like it 30s. In the, in the talkies. Really? Donald Winner was like 39. Yeah. Use it on right. TV, yeah. Uh, well... Color, okay. is it, color is expensive, Technicolor. Uh, all right, interesting. So, yeah, like I said, you're starring, uh, he's like the Leonardo DiCaprio of Hitchcock. He's in a lot of his movies. It's James Stewart. We have uh, Grace Kelly, who is very attractive, you know. I feel like when I watch a lot of movies in the 50s, I'm not attracted to the women. I feel completely opposite. I am very attracted to the Most of them I'm not. Really? It's very rare. Oh. They well, usually just look like. Why do you think that is? I don't know why. I just think it's the their demeanor and their hairstyles. But you know who's the most gorgeous uh, woman in that era? Who? Well, Charlotte Ramplin. She was considered like one of like the, the greatest females of all time. <laughs> greatest, <laughs> greatest females of all time. She was. Uh, she was in the movie that we just watched, A Little Stranger. Yeah, she God, was. She was so beautiful. Was she? Yeah, she was. I can't remember. Type in Charlotte Ramplin Young. Young. Okay. <laughs> So rear oh, window. Oh yeah, she is very yeah. Okay, she's very beautiful. I kind of like Grace Kelly more. She has like freckles. And interesting. Okay, now that we're done. Uh, Sharon Tate was being, up there too. Uh, massag- <laughs> uh, now that we're done being misogynist. Um, but saying women are beautiful. Yeah, just I'm objectifying them in a sense. 
This is a mystery thriller about a wheelchair-bound photographer who spies on his uh, neighbors from his apartment window and becomes convinced one of them has committed murder. And, uh, yeah, so this movie starts off, you're kind of introduced uh, to the character, James Stewart, who's clearly in a a body cast, or like the right side of his leg, or the right, yeah, yeah, from the waist down. Mm. He is immobile, so obviously, what does he have to do? Can't swipe on Tinder, can't go on Instagram. God, what a world. So, I don't think people had TVs yet, I mean, I guess they did. But Not I mean, really. but I don't think TVs was like this phenomenon. Yeah, he, he didn't just did a lot of it. I don't know? think he had one in his apartment. Um, you can listen to the radio, but fuck that. Uh, so he just looked <laughs> out his window, and he lived. Uh, I would say he's. Uh, I believe I was trying to geographically pinpoint everyone's location in this movie, even though it's clearly a Hollywood movie set. Um, he he was right around Ninth Street, so I'm assuming he's like lower e- or. East Village, maybe, back when it was, like, the poor people. Uh, or just the common folk, not poor people. Yeah, yeah. Man. And he Get alluded right. to uh, his, his girlfriend, played by Grace Kelly, who is... <clears throat> he, he doesn't quite see himself with her because of her... her She's rich, right? <laughs> she, he doesn't think she, uh, she understands the working class, the idea of work ethic. She was born into wealth. He just can't see himself with her in the future, so he, he kind of contemplates... Am I really going to marry this girl? I mean, <clears throat> I don't think it's going to work out. She alludes to living on 63rd Street, which is, I'm guessing, Upper East Side, where all the yuppies lived back then, which is, I think, still the case yeah, today. Yeah, still the um, Don't ever go there. I, I've been there like once, but yeah. So he is just spying on everyone around around the courtyard. And it's this cool-ass looking courtyard. I kind of wish New York was like that today where you could just do this. And everybody uh, had no AC, so it was the summertime. How do you keep it cool? You just have to open the windows so the heat doesn't get trapped in there. Uh, so he's just peep, or peeping Tom on everyone, and he's just uh, making assumptions and kind of realizing people's daily lives by just staring at them all day long. He sees some things that he are are not adding up. He doesn't actually. Um, I always so I saw a play right of this yeah. movie. Oh yeah, you told movie. us this last week, and it was done, it was based on it, but it was not verbatim. So I was actually uh, surprised that to find that uh, it wasn't the same. For instance, in the play, he like sees an actual murder. He's trying to convince other people. This movie, there's no actual murder to be seen he just sees things that don't add up and he starts to put two and two together with all this the free time he has on his hands mm-hmm. he kind of gets his buddy involved who's a detective and uh doesn't believe him yada 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 and the movie turns into a, a one location suspense film same as rope love it uh i love it too i think it's very effective and i, I like his um you know, ability to shoot within the confines of, of that little courtyard in his apartment. <clears throat> and all the other, like, scenes you see outside of uh, him are from a distance with a lot of cool camera movements. So there's a lot of uh, interesting, like, one takes, and it looks like it might have been a little hard to make. Yeah. Um, considering you have to, this person in that window way over there has mm-hmm. to time this. So yeah, that it's they, all a cue. Yeah, then they pull the camera over, and this person has to be doing this exact thing when the camera uh, ends up on them. It's impressive. Yeah. Overall, I think this is a really good movie, and uh, yeah, 
I enjoyed it. I think I like Rope a little bit more in terms of how nervous. I'm just j- judging yeah. off how nervous I was. I, I would I would agree with you uh, tremendously. I mean, I think I've seen I seen Rearview first. Rear if, window. Or I don't know. Yeah, rear window. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I think I've seen that first, and then I watched Rope, and I was just like, Rope just kept me on the edge of my seat. I think seat. Rope was a more and, interesting character study. Oh yeah, way more interesting character. This study. one was interesting in the sense that he um, there was a little like realization between him and his love interest and there was some mm-hmm. growing there but i don't know not as interested as uh interesting as the uh the guy in a uh, rope which i can't remember the actor's name i know james stewart was in it but not him yeah <clears throat> yeah overall you- i enjoyed it i'm not gonna rate this i don't know it's so hard to read no I, I, I could understand I you you could but uh, I, I based on my saying, enjoyment too. i'm yeah. like three and a half four four but like i don't know yes give it a four just for fuck it because okay. just for fuck Star- it. Yeah, just for fuck it. It deserves it. Until yeah. Um, and I also watched Searching. You guys aware of this? Mm, I heard rumors. Yeah. Well, yeah, Searching is a movie we should have watched last week together. All right. Well, I'm going to... There are no should-haves. Yeah. That's a should-have. It's pretty clear. <laughs> After seeing A Little Stranger and then seeing <laughs> that, I'm just like angry. I mean, you picked some You picked some, you picked some stinkers. I picked some uh, some entertainingly bad stinkers. Skyfall. Oh, my God. At least I laughed, okay? Uh, so, so, Did uh, you see Searching 2? Is that what you're about to say, Steve? No, no. I actually was just... Uh, I watched one movie, but I'm going to make it quick just because you've already seen it and you made me interested mm-hmm. in watching it. And it was... Uh, I was going to jump in with my review to make it quick so you guys can get into the nitty-gritty of searching. I mean, I wasn't going to get in the nitty-gritty of it. Uh, We're going like... to get in the nitty-gritty of another movie. Oh, is that... Oh! So let me just say something about searching. Oh, right? uh, yeah. Don't All right, so about. searching is John Cho. Sean already talked about it, which is kind of why we didn't pick it. He had got like an advanced <sighs> screening of it like a jerk. Uh, it was free. Yeah, so John Cho, <laughs> this is uh, directed by... Uh, fuck, I don't even have it up. Hey, uh, what's his name? You're... you're uh... Some Indian guy. <laughs> that was racist. Uh, How's that racist? Anish uh, Chiganti, that's his name. Searching is about, uh, you know what it's about, right? The guy's daughter goes missing. All right, after a 16-year-old daughter goes missing, a desperate father breaks into her laptop to look for clues to find her. How does he break in? Uh, Is he a hacker or is he just like he just figures out her password? He liked it. He hit the forgot password uh, thing. He he like did like Facebook. he did a lot of like roundabouting with. The oh, that's that's password. cool. I actually, like that. All right, no. <laughs> so just to just to bring up some things about this because movie, that's right? hilarious. Because I'm like, cause like I thought it was gonna be a lot of like movie conveniences. Let's pause. I keep coming in and out. I you're you're probably hitting your switch on the thing. It's not touching it. Okay. Oh. Uh. Anyways, so here's some things about this movie. As you may know or may not know, it's it's not filmed on a camera, and uh, the camera does not move throughout the scene. It's just via electronic screen. So, what it would be FaceTime, uh, MacBook. There's a lot of Windows Vista in this as well. Ugh. No, it works. It's geniusly done because Vista. It, well, it goes back in time a little bit. Yeah, oh. it starts like. O two or something. You know um, what? Yeah. The, the, how are you guys describing this? Even though, like, I'm, I'm I just, I enjoy that attention to detail because All sometimes right. there's a lot that, of just like because it's a movie. I think that's the best thing about this movie: the, the attention to detail and the technology. I haven't seen these unfriended movies, but they're probably using like fake software, right? Like, no, it's all real. Friend face. Oh, it is. It's all real. Yeah, Facebook. Like, oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay. Well, there are other ones out there that use like when they do on-screen sequences, yeah. it's all bullshit, and the mouse movements aren't real. This really looks like they just had John Cho like 
realistically quick on things. You mm-hmm. could there's little uh, attention to detail things where you know when you type something and delete it. Yeah. He he's on the phone with a detective, right? He Google something, erases it. Google something else, like shit like that. It was super super smart, and the way that they used the technology was super uh, ingenious. And uh, yeah, I think the, the method it, it worked. I don't know if it's experimental or whatever you call it, but it worked a lot. Then the story, the story was also uh, effective for me. I think. I was. I think one of my favorite things about the story is that its ability to like mislead you like every five minutes or so because you're you're continually guessing like okay, I I think I figured it out and then like they they come to a halt with like that theory and then like something else comes up. Um, for me, it was kind of unpredictable. Yeah, it was definitely unpredictable yeah. for me. Okay, I did not predict it, and I think that combined with how well done the. Uh, all the attention to detail, detail on the uh, the technology and the everything. It worked out very, very good. Yeah. I would say like he he'll call like classmates and they're not great actors, but it's such a small yeah. thing. This movie's really good. I really, really yeah, it's uh, really, really and I think it's a movie. really good theater experience. That's why yeah, probably yeah. why I liked it a lot as Which well. Which doesn't make sense because it's it's just computer screens. You just should, computer it shouldn't be a good yeah. theater experience, but it is. But yeah, I'll give this a four is this, and a half. Is this shot on the uh, MacBook? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure, face. to be honest. <laughs> they probably shot it with cameras and, you know, superimposed yeah, that stuff. But, no, I'm just, I'll be, it would be really funny if they just really well, just leaned into it and just did that. They might have shot it on actual cameras, but they didn't use Ari Alexas and shit like some people do. Yeah. You know when you, it would be FaceTime like, yeah, it would like be like shallow depth of field yeah, and like, shit? What the fuck? Yeah, it's yeah. bullshit. No, it, it looks like... It, a really clear webcam. I don't think I talked about this when I did my review, but I do remember some criticism that I have as to why it's not like a perfect movie. Like, especially, I have some issues with the the final scenes where like everything's just come into a conclusion and you have all these like really bad voiceover actors like the news anchor and things like that um, where it just sounds like they're just kind of rushing everything to just come to a, a stop. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't want to um, say what the ending is. Yes, yeah, yeah. For so sure. there's some stuff like that where like they're just kind of like speeding up the ending to like bring everything to like a nice clean wrap. I could say I could see that, yeah. Is but it, the but the ride down is or the ride yeah. up until that point is great. So yeah, I, is. I really enjoy this movie. Just quick question. Uh, I, you know what I like? Sorry, you know, I like yeah. when uh, because like whenever he's not using a phone or, or a computer, mm-hmm. they have to show him in like uh, in movement. So they're just showing his tracking on like on Google, like the yeah. little dot. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. Like they just don't cut to. Yeah. So there's always something that you're looking at. Okay. To all see right. the process. But they this also don't need to show him moving a lot. It's a lot mm-hmm. of cutting in time. This mm-hmm. is yeah. This this seems fascinating. Maybe uh maybe I should give this a, a Def- shot. Definitely. I give it, it four comes and out, a half, and, uh, man. Comes out on Redbox. This might be in my top ten so far. Whoa. It's, fun. it's a fun movie. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Other than that, uh, I watched another movie. Maybe Sean will bring it up, and I'll just jump on a little bit with him. Okay. Did you want to go? You, you oh yeah yeah or? no I wanted to talk about a film that you mentioned and. How you described it, I was just like, this seems like something up my alley, and I watched uh, Borg uh, versus McElroy. <laughs> Did you? Fuck, man. This was a good watch for me, man. I really enjoyed this one. What did uh, you, th- you think about Shia? Uh, so, off the bat, I would agree this is three and a half out of five Shias. Uh, in terms of his energy and his <laughs> commitment, I really wish that uh, we could have got a five out of five. He, uh, he, I mean, he committed as much as he could, I think. Yeah, I kind of... They probably I, had to restrain him. Yeah, they had to, like, probably hold him back a bit. Uh, but I, I would agree there's this... 
a lot of the comments you did make in terms of like the use of flashbacks, I feel like it inherently didn't work. You know, like honestly, it kind of could have been removed, and I think we could have got a lot more of like present day story and a lot better performance. But I mean, honestly, the performances that we had were great, regardless. And I love sports movies. I realize this now that like the kind of sports movies I like are about the individual and less about the team. Like I don't, I just like looking at these kind of like people who dedicate themselves to their craft and like, that's all there is to them. Like that, this is their life. And I think maybe that's why I kind of gravitate to like PTA, like his films, like these people who like dedicate their lives to their art or whatever it might be. Uh, these kind of character studies and, I think this is what that film does really well. Uh, again, performances were really solid, uh, really great. I'm sorry, and uh, I kind of wish I want I wanted more Shia. I would say that much. And uh, the third act was holy shit, was that intense? I was like, I've never sat in a sports movie. Really and, good, right? Yeah, I was like, yeah. dude, and it's just them just hitting a ball back and forth. But you can tell in their performances and like is like this meant everything to them, you know. You know, it made me give a shit about tennis, and I thought nothing will ever make me give a shit about tennis. So, I decided that I'm going to start playing tennis now. Okay, and that's that's my review. Wow! All right, I'm glad. Uh, this movie really tennis. was. It just came, and then like that's it. Yeah, it's weird. Like no fizzled one talk- away. Yeah, no one yeah. talked about this. Yeah, there's so I, many I thought, movies like that. You know what it reminds me of? Yeah. Have you you saw you saw Borg Morse of Vacuum? You saw? No, I never seen the movie. Okay. I know the story. The I've seen uh, like the footage of the real match and shit. It reminds me of Rush in a way, though. Oh yeah, and it's very rush. You know, when, the, when I saw the trailer, it reminded me of a European guy with blonde hair. You know, it's yeah. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> it reminds. Have you seen uh, Pawn Sacrifice? Like the back and forth between like one like I very wanna, enigmatic character and like the other. I want. I want to watch that. That's, That's with good Toby. Too. Uh, yeah, McIntyre and yeah. Luke Schreiber. Nice. Yeah, so uh, I would agree, I would agree. I'll say I'll give this like a heavy. Actually, no, I'll give this a light four. I, I think I liked it way more than you. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I was actually kept. I was kept. I, just got, I think I, I didn't get enough shot. We got too many flashbacks to the other guy. Wait, yeah. where, where'd you see this? Uh, Hulu. Okay, I'll check it out. Just to let you know, uh, Hulu's doing this weird thing where it's like during the movie, I guess where like commercial breaks are supposed to be. There's like these little points where the movie just stops playing, and then it would come back one second later. So I think it was. It was. I don't know why that happened on my oh. screening, but it did. So because you you have the regular membership, right? Yeah. That's why. Oh shit! I got the upgraded one. Oh, I couldn't sorry. do it anymore. <laughs> sorry, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's all I got for the for you guys this week. Cool. Um, I didn't really watch much this week. I kind of just had two rewatches, and Tell I us. I was just in this weird zone where I Please only wanted Jack Black in my life. So I rewatched Nacho Libre. And you didn't watch? Uh, don't worry, he get, won't get far. No, I didn't watch it because it's not out yet uh, to stream. So I watched, uh, rewatched that, and then uh, my girlfriend never seen it, so I had to show it to her. Um, and then we also watched Year One as well with Jack Black and um, Michael Sarah. And uh, I, I enjoy both of those movies. They're not amazing movies, but uh, they're very funny. You know, Nacho it's funny. Libre, I think Nacho Libre is great. I need to watch Nacho him. Libre. I've never seen Nacho Libre, and I've never seen Year One. Never? Uh, oh never. shit, man! They're both on Netflix now. Really? Na- yeah, Nacho Libre has some like classic lines that that probably not classic to anybody else. But to me, but I feel like, I feel like Nacho Libre might be a good just throw on and watch. Kind yeah, of movie. it really is. It's it, like, it, the one thing about Jared Hess movies is that he really knows how to create a, a a world where it's just very easy to get involved with, and everything. It just it's kind of like a Wes Anderson movie, but with slapstick comedy. Yeah, and I really like that style. I like him a lot. Yeah. I, the last movie he did was um, uh, Masterminds. 
with Zach Galifianakis. I heard that wasn't very good. It wasn't that great. And the movie before that, he did uh, Don Verdine, which wasn't great either. <laughs> yeah, I, but I, I really like um, Nacho Libre and um, Napoleon Dynamite. He is really good at making like these little like surreal self-contained worlds mm-hmm. and they're really strange and awkward yeah. and funny but they they seem believable like within the context of themselves i, I guess i think jack black like essentially not really was a character study of this weird person and this weird time that probably doesn't really exist in like real life or has ever had but I, uh it I works and it's this. so funny i really like it. he's like i would say he's like the american taika watiti like they have like similar contrasts and styles that works uh, I I want to give this I want to give this a watch because I've nice. always hear you guys talking about it, and I just I'm one of those I saw people. Saw in theaters a long time. Ago. Yeah, me yeah. too, actually, by myself. Damn. All right, well, I, I'm, I'm just thinking about there's an emotional scene with Jack Black, and don't worry, he won't get far. But guys need to see that movie. Check it out. So yeah, year one, uh, it holds up for me. It's definitely not on the same level as uh, Nacho Libre, but it's still funny. There's a lot of stupid humor in there, and uh, I like uh, Harold Ramis movies a lot, and I think this is. Uh, I think it was his last movie he did before he died, if I'm not mistaken. Is this one AD or, or, or one it, BC? So the, this movie plays with a lot of uh, jumping of time. So, like, it starts off, like, you know, like, year one, like, 180, and then it goes to, like, uh, biblical years, and then it jumps from, like, that to, like, Roman years. It's pretty It's a, It's pretty funny, but um, I think it's a good watch if you just throw it on as well. What is it called? Year one. I've never I've never seen year one either. Michael Sarah, right? Yeah. yeah. But I imagine the humor is basically like it's like smart guys in dumb times, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Well they have like the perspective and the intelligence of like a dude now, but they're like back then. Yeah, so there's like a lot of stuff like um there's uh where he talks about um uh how to get like a girl, like you just have to hit her on the head with a rock, yeah. things like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's funny. I, I would say uh, it's a good watch okay. if you don't want to get anything too serious. Um, and also, yeah, so I'm kind of f- like I'm pretty much four weeks removed or so from American Animals, but I didn't talk about it because uh, I wanted at least somebody here to watch it. I watched it, and like I said on the last episode, I really enjoyed this movie. It blends um, documentary with uh, drama fiction, but it's so seamless and it's so effective. And uh, for me, this movie really boils down to that scene, the scene where it's the heist. Right. And I feel like I was just as nervous as the characters in the movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck, these guys are fucking up. I, I wouldn't do like this. And you're just watching their poor decisions unravel. And it's very intriguing. And I would highly recommend this movie. Yeah, this movie got swept under the rug for yeah, sure. Yeah, it did. Uh-huh. And I think also because, like, when it was released, MoviePass was pushing it so much. Yeah. I was kind of turned off from yeah, that. Yeah, because MoviePass yeah. pushing it, right? Yeah, and it's yeah, produced it's by MoviePass. Like, like in, the, in the beginning of the movie, like, MoviePass is the logo. The it a bad logo. taste in your mouth. Yeah, but besides that, this movie is really good. I would I would say everyone should check this movie out. Uh, the performances are amazing. Like one of the best of the year? I would say it's one of It's definitely my top five of the year. It's going to my top ten, maybe five. I don't know. But yeah, um, Ooh, there, a... there's a there's a lot of uh, character pieces in this movie. There's a lot of moving pieces with the characters. Everyone is very different from each other, and I think that works in terms of how they're gonna try to pull off this heist. Everyone has a, uh, it's based on a true story, so I should say that. Um, and we do get a lot of uh, stories with the real guys who were trying to pull this heist off, and the movie leaves you with believing or not believing what they're saying 
Um, so it's up to you to judge. And there is a really good hook to the end with one of the leaders of the story. Uh-huh. Um, that that leader that you're um, you're talking about, he is played by uh, Evan Peters. Yeah, and he is fantastic in this. Yeah, he's great he's, in this movie. He's really good. I I mean, Tapia was telling the me first he was like great ten minutes with him, and it was great. American Horror Story, I've not watched, yeah. but he's fantastic in it. You have a, uh, I think everyone. I've never even really heard of these other people. Jared Abrahamson, which uh, is, didn't but, that last name come up last week? Well, he do well, Abrahamson, the director of a. Uh, Right, little stranger. But right, but not this Jared. They're not no. this person. Mm-hmm. This is like a different guy. Um, and then also there was another one named uh, what's the other guy's name? The the jock Blake Jenner. Uh, but the other two guys are more main. The two yeah, the masterminds tweets. behind this. It's uh, Evan Peters and Barry Keegan, or Keoghan, uh, which you know from Killing of a Sacred Deer. He kind of plays that little creepy. Uh, yeah, uh, he does this really way, is good. He's just is he just as creepy? Not really. He's he's just kind of a shy, like mellow, dr- dramatic kid. I don't know. Evan Peters is like the uh, the opportunist in the group, and he, he's fantastic. he's like the George Clooney of the group. Yeah, he's, Oceans, but very. I wouldn't compare right. this to Oceans at all. <laughs> no, that's all right. You guys just destroyed this like. for me within five seconds because he said George Clooney in Oceans, and I like. I was just saying like I'm he's like, the leader hmm. of the group. And then you just said it's nothing like oceans. I'm like, <sighs> he's what he means is like he's the charismatic leader yeah. of the group, right? I'm Where not he saying... thinks everything's going to go right no matter what. But I think that's the big, the best thing about this movie is that when shit starts to go left, uh, that's when the story picks up for me. Right, and yeah. I think the director, um, because he, so yeah, have you ever seen documentary and fiction? Yeah, there's a movie narrative? that I always talk about called The Imposter. Okay, where they but it's the same blend. guy. Is it the same guy? I think so. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I right, didn't so, even know who the director was, to be honest. So, yeah. This sounds crazy, but like I didn't know this going in, that it was a half documentaries. But And what I mean by I documentary, either, they, don't, they don't really like... I would say 20% of it is the real guys telling the story. Right. And then like the and other... And they, they do play with the guys being like uh, extras in the movie. Yeah, they're extras which is in cool. the movie. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is the same guy. Um, oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. And uh, so basically, it's so well done. Like you, you feel so intrigued. You feel like yeah. you. I there's don't know, there's man. one scene that I really like where like they're at the gas station and like uh, they just swap the actor out with the real guy in the car. I was like, what the fuck? This well, is amazing. I never seen this shit before. Yeah. Well, they they put him in like the passenger seat. Yeah, and he and asked him like, was this how it happened? He's like, no, no, no. You ask him. Yeah. Cool. A uh, very very good movie. I don't remember what I gave this movie. I probably gave it a four or some shit like that. Word. Also, I really enjoyed Steve, it. Can man. you check that for me? Oh yeah, I'll fact check. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I recommend this movie. I think it's a fun watch and probably one of the best of the year. Yo, you give it a four and a half. Nice. I stand uh, by it. Okay, yeah, it. that's what I was gonna give it. Yeah, yeah. I like you're just like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, the the tension. I was hoping so. Best of the year, it should yeah, let like, it be up there. Yeah, like four and a half should like um, should be up. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. There's, this movie doesn't like it doesn't have any. I could see someone not being a fan of the format, but um, I think that's totally subjective. I think the performances are, f- are there's nothing wrong with them. I think they're great. I can't, you couldn't say that the the actors are not doing a good job, and I think the tension is there. So, like, what more can you ask for? This movie really work works and keeps your attention, and I think the whole time you're trying to figure out what you know. It's not like Oceans where they reveal the plan and then yeah. there's another plan behind that they didn't tell you about. It's not like that at all. They kind of just breeze through it. And then uh, you get to uh, you get to kind of see what happens, 
And it's clear that these men are not professional <laughs> robbers. <laughs> and um, very interesting story. I think everyone yeah. should watch this I movie. think one criticism that I have about this movie is that we don't we are never really told. Like they, they have a lot of exposition as to why they wanted to um basically steal and just well, we never told them what we we never said like the story. I think uh I think that should be left to the viewer. Really? So just be cuz I didn't know shit about this story at all. Let me I think that, say that they're played trying it. to rob a library. Right. So that's what I was going to say is that they kind of like jumps they, the movie kind of jumps over that right from the beginning as to why these guys really want it's their freshman year in college. But they were trying to like steal so they can basically be wealthy the rest of their life. And these guys all come from like pretty privileged backgrounds, you, you can say. All of them have, uh, I think one of the characters is actually rich. Um, but it doesn't just make sense. It's almost like they just wanted to do it. And they don't really cover that in the story. Like in the end, they talk I feel about. like they do. They talk about how they wanted to live the American dream, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know. It's so weird. So, like, when you started college, did you think, like, okay, I just, I'm in this, like, very big, prestigious university. So I'm just going to steal because I don't want to do this shit. The rest of my life. Yes, I've thought about that multiple times. I mean, yeah, I can see it. I, they're literally being uh, overly ambitious. Yeah. Well, anyways. That's, hey, that's the American ideal, though, right? The, the movie's very effective. I recommend it as well. Four and a half. One of the best I've seen all year. What'd you oh, see? Sweet. What about you, Harvey? Nice. Uh, you want me to talk about... You want to review the movie? Just like, well, I, just, I, do you have anything? Do you have any other movies? Talk? Please tell me you got a horror movie. I hope not. I don't have a horror today. I mean, damn, dude. I think that's what most people look forward to. Harvey's uh, B-movie B- horror corner. I actually did watch a horror movie, but I won't talk about what, it. What was it? It's a movie called Terrifying. It's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, it's, about yeah. a, it's, about a killer, it's about a killer clown. Yeah. Nope. Critics are saying nope. terrifying. Nope. I'm checked out. Terrifying is terrifying. Um, <laughs> you get it? All right. I watched a movie called uh, Arizona. Nice. Wait a second. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Um, it came out this year, uh, mm-hmm. directed by Jonathan Watson. I, I think it was probably direct uh, to stream or whatever, direct the video, whatever you, whatever you want to call it. Um, VOD trash. Yeah, VOD trash. No, I'm not gonna say it's trash, but uh, yeah, it stars uh, Danny McBride, uh, Rosemary DeWitt, Luke Wilson's in it. Uh, Seth uh, Seth Rogen has a small part in it. Um, a lot of good people. David Allen Greer's in it. Uh, Caitlin Olson from It's Always Sunny. Uh, so yeah, a lot of uh comedic heavyweights, I, I guess you could say. Um, it's set in the midst of the 2009 housing crisis. Um, the main character, uh, Casey, played by Rosemary DeWitt, she is a uh, single mother and she's a realtor. So obviously, she's uh, not doing too well. Um, she's trying to sell houses. She can't really make any money because they're in the housing crisis. All of the houses are uh, empty or they're being foreclosed on. People don't have money. People are too afraid to buy houses. Um, so she's having a pretty hard time. And a uh, couple of that with being a single mother and trying to uh, save her own house and uh, keep her family together. Uh, it's not working too well. Um, so I guess... Yeah, it's, I think it's in the in the trailer and in the uh, synopsis. Basically, uh, Casey uh, Cassie's boss, played by Seth Rogen, he gets killed about five minutes into the movie by um, a character played by Danny McBride named Sonny. And um, Sonny is incredibly um, unstable. 
He has uh, emotional and psychological problems. And um, I think he's played really, really well by uh, Danny McBride. If I'm honest, I didn't love this movie too much, and he's probably the only like redeeming aspect of it for me. He's um, he's he's just a fucking crazy guy, and he's just doing a bunch of damage and and uh, and just fucking things up. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, Sonny can't have witnesses to uh, Seth Rogen's death, of course, so he kidnaps uh, Cassie and um, forces her to forces her to go to his home. He like ties her up and everything. And uh, this sounds insane. It's a it's a pretty ridiculous movie. And um, yeah, he's like trying to figure out a a way out of the situation. Um, But he's a fucking idiot and he's absolutely crazy. So he just keeps compounding the issue, making it worse and worse Um, until at the end of the movie, a lot of bodies have have piled up and he's uh, literally like set his uh, like little cul-de-sac on fucking fire. It's um it's really funny and it's really um it's got a lot of dark humor in it like a ton a lot of blood and uh a lot of killing um sounds right up my alley yeah overall though it uh i think a lot of the comedy falls flat it's um it's got a lot of recycled shit in it i think Uh, it feels like more of like a early 2000s uh comedy in that sense uh Danny McBride isn't really enough to salvage salvage this movie, if I'm honest. But uh, I think he is an interesting. He plays a very interesting character, and I think it's worth watching for that. For that alone, the um, I think you guys all we're all from Florida, so we all know like those little communities, those little gated communities that they build and shit, and they're like mazes in a sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess Arizona has like a lot of that same shit because uh, he lives in this. Uh, this huge gated community that's um, sort of designed like a fucking maze, and uh, Cassie has to sort of try to outwit him and out and uh, outrun him while being trapped inside this cul-de-sac, like this empty cul-de-sac. He's like the only, like the only house the person still living there because everyone else got foreclosed on, and some of the houses they couldn't sell. It's, it's, it's Dude, that's it's like funny. sounds exactly that's like fucking Florida. Yeah. There's like a lot of dead communities in Florida where it's just like yeah. This one's like even. I think this is more interesting, and I think uh, I like the the choice to shoot it in Arizona and call it Arizona because it's basically like just like that those communities in Florida, except everything is like literally dead because it's hot as shit there, and they're in the desert. Like they're they're like spray painting the um, the dead grass green, green. to make it like, look green. Like it, it's it's like a nice setting for a for a, um a, I don't know what to call this a, a action thriller in a sense uh mm-hmm. with some horror elements for sure um but yeah i think it's an, a really interesting movie but i don't think it's a great movie if i'm honest i think it introduces like some interesting ideas uh like his character uh and um i think it's filmed in an interesting way and in, in an interesting place um but yeah it's it's not a great movie like i said before a lot of the humor is like old feels old and recycled um, I don't have like a strong enough attachment to the lead character. I don't really care if she lives or dies, which is a huge problem for for the circumstances. <laughs> um, what else? What else? Uh, I think Luke Wilson is great. In it, in it. Where has he been? <laughs> I don't know, but it's always nice to see him and yeah, shit. Like, so I like I, I enjoyed that. Uh, he plays uh, her ex-husband, 
he's got like a young uh, girlfriend played by um I forget her name I think it's Elizabeth uh, Gillies who is um no. she has a she has like a small and interesting role in this um but yeah I think I'd give it a I'd probably give it a speak to two, her uh, strong two and a half maybe three light three very light three yeah. nice I will not check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's not a good movie, but I think, um, I think, uh, I think you guys would get something from it. Uh, I don't know. It's just exciting for me, honestly, to see Danny McBride and, and stuff. I feel like he doesn't do a whole lot anymore. Yeah, uh, was- he's never done a whole lot to begin with. But I mean, there's there's like a few gems with him in it, and it's always he's always fucking funny. Yeah, so. it's it's always nice to see him. Uh, I saw, funny enough, he saw this, and then I was like, I saw Danny McBride the other day, walking down the street, or not walking down the street. He was leaning on a building on his cell phone, and I'm looking. I'm like, I look. I was like, I know this guy. Why do I know this guy? And I look at him, and I do one of these. Like, I tilt my head while walking near him, and then he looks up at me, and I'm like, Fuck, like, dude, I'm yeah, way too awkward with celebrities. Yeah, I always get caught with celebrities. Yeah. Same, I did the same thing to Ryan Reynolds the other day. It was really uh, awkward, yeah. I can't. I, I can't I mean, be around I'm sure they. Uh, I'm sure they go through that. Yeah, I want to be the day, cool person though. I don't want to be like, oh, like he, he don't like the cool person. Yeah, like he's like, oh fuck, another fan. Yeah, fucking hide himself. Yeah, I'll be all right. Uh, you guys want to talk cool. about the nun? Let's do it. All right, here's a clip. I saw a nun. Word of my visions reached the church, and I was asked to accompany a priest to an abbey in Romania. The Abbey has a long history. For luck. Not all good. What? Finley Hipdale. Callahan's here. When a young nun at a cloistered abbey in Romania takes her own life, a priest with a haunted past and a novitiate on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate. Together, they uncover the orders on holy secret. Risking not only their lives, but their faith in their very souls, they confront a malevolent force in the form of the same demonic nun that first terrorized the audience in The Conjuring 2 as the Abbey becomes a horrific battleground between the living and the damned. That's the longest goddamn synopsis ever. That is so unnecessary. Why is that last sentence in there? (laughs) To make sure you know there's other movies tied into this franchise? Dude. I'd I'd volunteer to go first if that's cool. Yeah, by all means, as tribute. (laughs) Okay, so right off the bat, we get a we get a callback from the second Conjuring, where um, what's her name, Vera Farmiga's character sees the nun in the hallway. Mm -hmm. Um, That said, this actually has no service to this movie whatsoever. Besides them just saying like, "Hey, we made the Conjuring one and two, and the nun was featured in the second one." That's it. Um, and then the movie starts uh, with the premise of the nun being that, as Harvey mentioned in his long synopsis, the nun in this movie is in the form of, uh, or the Valak, I believe the demon is. He's taking the form of nuns in this uh, kind of hideaway castle in Romania. Um, very creepy looking castle, kind of uh, Dracula-esque, um, Bram Stoker's Dracula to be specific. And this the nun was conjured up by a lord or a, a, a duke, a duke from the eighteen uh, hundreds or something like that, I believe. Um, 
so the the demon has been living within this realm for the it last like, it's like the 1500s okay yeah middle ages yeah. crusaders time uh he's been living there since and he gets uh he gets um reopened once again somehow i can't remember exactly how in this one the ground cracked or some shit like that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly the, what happens. It was the bombs. The bombs. Oh yeah, the, the bombs in World War Two. They literally reopened yeah, it. So it, re- yeah. it cracks open and the, the, the like demon gets released once again. Fucking well, hell. I don't think that it cracked it open. They weren't able to pray because uh, the oh. bombs were dropping on it and it interrupting mm-hmm. interrupted their prayer. Oh, so no no prayer equals yeah. demon. Okay. So it's a pretty basic uh, setup. Uh, demon nun. Um, taking over all of the uh, current nuns in, I believe, in the 1950s, early 1952 or something like that, I believe the caption was. Um, so one of the nuns uh, sacrifices herself so she wouldn't get possessed and embodies the a, a, a real body form of the demon. Um, and then someone from the Vatican, pretty cliche, has to come and investigate the matter. And he brings on a younger nun. To Which be. made no sense for me. Yeah, so there there's a there's a piece in the movie where he has to go get her in England to go back to Romania and she says that yeah, I think you've got the wrong person, but that comes back into play midway through the the movie where she kind of has these premonitions of sorts or she can like sense danger in a way. Which does, which goes unexplained. Dude, they gave her a fucking superpower and like did not explain it. Yeah, at all. so yeah. so that callback as to why she was chosen by the Vatican, unbeknownst to the the investigator, comes back into play. They don't even talk about it. That's just a weird part of the movie. They like and this never movie, explore her. Yeah, backstory. this movie consists of a lot of weird shit like that. And where if okay, you take James Wan's first Conjuring, whereas that movie it's a layered intention with these characters that you actually care about, the family of the house, and then you have the two investigators who are pretty compelling characters, I should I should say, in my opinion. No, in I this agree. movie, there's a lot of throwaway shit. There's a lot of... There's a character that we're introduced to who's like the savior, witty person, I would say. The uh, local... Um, Frenchie. Fr- the, the local guy who kind of brings him here and guides him through the area in a way. And then you have like the cliched investigator with the nun as his, his assistant, and you really don't give a shit about any of those these people at all. So the tension there is completely gone. Then right off the bat, we start to get, we start to get all these jump scares, which is a uh, there's no build up to it at all. Any of the jump scares in this movie, there's absolutely no build up. So there's a there's a lot of jump scares within very random sections of the movie, and they're so off put in. It's like, it, yeah, I think that's my that's my major complaint about the, because I, I remember watching the first Conjuring. I'm like, it's like, damn, this is good. It, like, it just builds tension so perfectly, and it has like these scares that are. I think, though, there, I, from what I remember, I don't feel like they had that many jump scares in the first Conjuring. Like, no, it was the, like the first ver- Conjuring wasn't really built to be jump scares. No, it was supposed to be, but it had such great tension. Yeah, it and was the built on that, tension, and the moments that were haunting were like well and worth it. Was it. Also, it was also built the a lot of the scares came from like. Camera. Whether these characters are, do you, how much do you care about this character? Will this survive this uh, exorcism? Yeah, which you do because of the way the story builds up as them being real people and lovers. Yeah, in this movie we don't get any of that. There's no, there's no love story in the center of the the film, which is you know whatever. You we don't care about that, but there's absolutely. You, it's hard to pinpoint who the fuck is the main character in this movie. Like at first sight, that you would think it's the the priest investigator or the Romanian 
or the nun. That's what I thought. I thought the nun. But was they don't like, give any of them character at all. Like no, you don't there's no, no development whatsoever for any portion of this movie of any characters. Um, and with the jump scares, they're all so dated, very dated jump scares. Most of them don't look that great at all. And I would say one of my least favorite thing about this movie as a whole is that it is shot so bad. There's right. a there's a very, there's a there's one clip in the movie that looks like it was rendered over like ten times, and it looks so the composition is so bad. And it's the line where he goes, "I think this is a good time to pray, anyways." And it's so close to him, and it's so pixelated. It looked like they they fucked up that clip or some shit like that, and they had to keep it in. All it was right. a weird weird shot that I, I noticed. Since since you're saying shot, there was this one shot. All right, there's one. All right, I jump into this movie. I'm not big on like j- jump scares in these films because I feel like they're just always just randomly placed and they're just, it's cheap. They're always cheap. So I'm like, I have to sit through this. But I, when I really checked out was when, uh, when we get this shot when they first walk into the woods and it's this, it's this shot of the sun peering through the forest. And I don't know if it's my angle in the theater I was sitting in, but their faces were all like, like it was just all shadow, so you see this like blown out sun in the background. I'm like, dude, this looks fucking. Who the fuck saw it? it was like, yeah, it's a good shot. We'll yeah. keep this in, dude. It was like, the movie's just full of just like really awkward placing. Like, right. uh, and the yeah, lighting was off. Just like everything, I felt personally, mm-hmm. visually speaking, when I watched this, I'm like, it's like this is n- does not look good. At least make mm-hmm. it. It's look not good. the worst cinematography I've ever seen, but like, it's just questionable. For, like someone just for like, uh, how much money this franchise has in like marketing and. and you know, to, they're gonna sell this movie. So, like, I don't know. I guess to me, this movie is only existing just to get people in the seats. At right, the and it's just is beating it, it over head over and over with these fucking movies. One one last thing I'll say, and then I'll uh, you guys can go. Um, one of the biggest faults of this movie is that they don't really explain anything with the nuns, any of the demonic possession. None of that is explained. We do get some throwaway clips of the investigator looking through these old texts. You know these old demons, but that goes away very quickly. There's no exposition at on it at all. We're supposed to believe everything that we've seen throughout the series, and that's where the context of all this uh, explanation is supposed to derive from. And if you haven't seen any of those fucking movies, you're lost in the dirt. Yeah, I was I was mentioning that. I was like, I have I only seen the first Conjuring, so Same. jumping jumping into this, I'm like, like they showed a scene from one of the one of the, I guess the second one. Was it the second one? It was the second one, yeah. I'm like sitting, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, what is going on? And then I'm thinking like, oh, this is definitely going to answer, I guess, questions from the second one people might have had. And then how you're describing it, it says it doesn't serve any purpose. No, it doesn't at all. But then Because I, a lot of the, throughout the series, they mentioned the nuns and they mentioned all the possession of the nuns. So and even, all they're really showing here is those stories. Yeah. And even then, at this point, I'm just kind of like... After watching this movie, I feel like I still don't know what the fuck happened. Like, I'm still, like, trying to, like... It's not like it's a confusing movie. It just feels like it's very empty. It feels like it's just, like, it doesn't deliver on anything meaningful. Right. And I feel like if I go watch these other films now, I don't think I will get anything new out. Or I won't won't be like, oh, yeah, I can see the connection now. What's also disappointing is that they have this great, horrific-looking castle in this area that they chose to take the story in. And none of that gets utilized. All we get are is some scenes foggy ass fucking outside forest and <laughs> some compartments within the castle. But there's no like tracking shots of anything that's supposed to be scary. Yeah. Which they could have utilized pretty well. Even mm-hmm. though it was all shot on, on in stage, I think they could have done a better job with that. Yeah. It seemed like they had the money. 
I mean, I think I think a lot of the money just went to uh, CGI? the CGI and then the marketing. So that's my yeah. opinion. Okay, Tom, were on. you going to say something? I feel like you were about to drop some hot some hotness. Um, I will say this. I was pretty. I was very emotionally invested in this movie. <laughs> um, some of the emotions uh, I could describe to you that I was invested in were uh, anger, uh, boredom. Just rage, any, any like, uh, and and I don't mean in the story. I mean, yeah, I literally boredom, emotion, and emotion. Uh, it, it was it, to him. It was to him at that moment. I mean, do, don't you feel boredom? Like you feel it, right? You're like, oh, fuck, bored. I'm bored. I think that's a, a, an emotion. Maybe. Um. All right. So I went and saw this with Taffy. Um. She did not like it. Uh, what? <laughs> Yeah, she just shook her head in, in agreement. She's like, no. She shook um, her head, yes, frantically. I think she loves it. I think it's her favorite movie of the year. Yeah. She is appalled right now. <laughs> so I, uh, this is the only movie that I've ever counted down in 10-minute increments. I Honestly, literally, I felt the same because I was supposed to meet up uh, Jesse and Harvey to go you know, get some drinks, and I couldn't wait just because like, I, had to, I, had, I wanted a drink. Just because this movie was so taxing on me. Yes. It was so bad. That like I, can't, wait. I can't wait to drink this I was, off. Honestly, I almost walked out. Um, the reason I almost walked out because I had some things to do. And I was like, I honestly won't feel bad if I show up to the podcast and say I walked out halfway through. I don't care. Do it? We I don't, haven't had one walkout yet. I don't care how much shit they give me. I'm doing it. Like, I don't give a fuck. This movie deserves no publicity. Yeah. No shit. This movie deserves nothing from me. I don't give a fuck. And I almost walked out, and I wouldn't have felt bad. I don't know why I stayed, but I stayed. Um, I knew what time the movie was going to end exactly because I made sure to look at the time, the length of the movie, and then right when the previews were over, I checked my clock. Uh, so I was like whispering over to Tabby, 30 minutes left, 20 minutes left. Like, And I was just like, and then I, I realized, right, it's 20 minutes left. And nothing's happened. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I went and saw this with, all right, 11 a.m., surprisingly a lot of people in the theater. Nobody you go was, to the Burke? No, I went to Court Street. Uh, nobody was freaking out. Nobody was laughing. Nobody was, like, like going, oh, shit. You know how people do in horror movies? I show you that. I mean, even the mouth breathers didn't like this movie. I mean, this is a bad fucking movie. Like, nobody found enjoyment in this i could tell in the theater everyone wanted to leave i like all the way in the front rows i could see over uh i saw some phones coming out like this movie was just you know what i'm i'm one person that turns off their phone and shit but uh dude i i, I almost at, pulled mine out i, I, was I, like, I, I pulled, gotta look on instagram some, or something. someone uh someone texted me and i usually be like no no i'm gonna wait or i'll turn off my phone but i like left my phone on someone texted me i just looked up i'm pretty sure it was you that texted me some random ass shit. I think it's because I showed you a, f- I sent you a photo, and then you're like, "Oh, close the app out." Oh yeah. And I was like in the theater when he texted me that. I'm like, "Oh, dope." I'm just, I'm just appalled like, at how bad this is, and it makes me angry that, um, that we don't get to make films on that level. Well, you know it, one thing, it, it angers me. It's just, it's like there's nothing good about it. Like I, I see decisions made, and I said, "Who the fuck okayed that?" Can we talk about? Frenchie's accent. We talk about everyone. Are you just a fucking Romanian fucking cathedral with a bunch of English fucking? Yeah, we. Can, I mean, we can mention that. Uh, I thought 
Uh, so the girl, she lives in England? L- yeah. London, right? The nun. Uh, she, she didn't have an accent, did she? Oh, maybe she, she's from, from America? America, I guess. She had an American accent. Okay, so she's you from America. You know she's uh, uh, Vera Farmiga's daughter. I was like, why does she? No, yeah. she's her sister. She, she looks exactly like her. She's her sister? Yeah, that's her yeah. sister. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's her daughter. No. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, she wasn't great in this movie. I thought she was pretty bad. Uh, Frenchie was horrible. I thought he was very annoying, and I thought his character was just the most typical fucking, not like just cavalier, just kind of like you know hero quote you know you can see in a film uh the priest was very predictable i feel like these priests always have the same fucking story i don't story. even know anyone's name in the movie i feel like i think um honestly this movie made me wish i was watching winchester Ooh, damn this movie is worse than winchester at least winchester i think we got some laughs but this i was just like rolling my eyes at certain parts of the film you know the one thing there was one moment i did like and i thought because it, 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 it harkened back what? to uh uh the Conjuring, and the thing about Conjuring and what oh, makes so the Conjuring liked, works. The only thing you liked about this movie was the snippet of the Conjuring they put in. Yeah, <laughs> uh, was so they so the Conjuring has this great. It uses camera movement to like really capture horror. Like it really like puts you in that moment. So it has this one movement and wh- where like that that you hear like oh fa-, like the that one kid like taps the father. And that was actually a creepy moment. I'm like, why we don't have more subtle horror moments like this? Like, that's nerve-wracking. Like, you're building tension correctly. But that's the only thing I would say that's positive. Like, and it reminded me something from, like, the first film. Didn't so, catch it. I was too busy looking at my watch. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think you missed much. Uh, dude, no, like, even the jumps, dude. You, you know there's so Sean was saying how the jump scares were ineffective. Dude, crowd full of mouth breathers. Maybe not. Maybe they were mouth breathers. I, I get it. None, none of them went, <laughs> not nothing. Like, that shit, that shit usually gets me. But the thing that gets me isn't the actual scare; it's the fucking noise. Yeah, it's just like it's the, the noise. Just, yeah, it's just a fuck. It's a cop out. It's yeah, it's like, a cop. It's cheap. I could uh, I could jump scare all of you right now. Yeah, like you, could, if, if someone just like literally hit in that corner and I walk by and someone screams, I could be talking the, on this mic right now and like without a, a, a second's notice, I could fucking jump at Harvey and I'd scare him. Is that true? Would I scare you? Yeah, what I'm saying is I'd make a very loud noise and jump towards him. He, his peripherals would be engaged. And But anyways. Do you guys, how do you guys feel about uh, the Conjuring Universe bringing in zombies? I think the Conjuring Universe needs to take a <laughs> fucking bullet to the head. And I swear to God, if you guys pick another Conjuring movie, I, I will refuse. I will. This is a first, isn't it? This is our first. Yeah, but uh, this is the last. Because I won't. How about won't if we go. watch The Conjuring 3? It's like nope. you're, you're the main no the mainline series I heard is good. No, I don't give a fuck. It's Isn't all right. I'm I mean, the, I don't like. I think the Conjuring Two is pretty bad. No, um, we're done. Annabelle is terrible. If you pick Annabelle anything Creation like that, is bad. If you guys picked Annabelle, the the awakening, the awakening, yeah, the awa- If you pick anything <laughs> like that, whatever the fuck the next one is, I'm just gonna either I'll come to the podcast, but I just won't partake. I have a quick question. I'll maybe like leave and go get food. I have a quick question. Uh, so there's Annabelle. Yeah, I know there's Annabelle the Creation. Mm-hmm. Animal creation, yeah. What the fuck's the difference? Isn't that Animal isn't Annabelle cre- supposed to be the origin of Annabelle, like in The Conjuring? So Annabelle it's is the origin is, of an origin. Annabelle's so the origin of the doll that you see in the first uh, Conjuring movie, and then so Annabelle two origins, cre- and then yeah, and then Animal Creation is the origin story of the Annabelle doll and how it came into existence. The fuck. See, my thing is <laughs> these stories have just random demons. And the nun is a prequel to all of it. But it just but makes it does, no sense because all there's no you can't personify the I, demon. I, I rather the story of the Duke. 
like a, a crazy but, man in a yeah. castle by himself like sacrificing yeah. fucking yeah, people i want that but like what i'm saying is like even the most the world's most iconic horror movies don't have origin stories and they just pick a piece of horror story and make all right the doll let's one give movie, that a one movie one movie has an origin story story which is the Exorcist? They have the Exorcist beginning. Right, right. Yeah. But I was thinking more like just like there's no Michael Myers or story. All right. Th- so this is the thing that bothers me about this franchise, is that the creepy thing about the Annabelle sequence in the first Conjuring was that we didn't know what the fuck the doll was. That's why it's so interesting. That's why it's so like right. captivating. So they in those movies they like, they set up all these pieces. But where they're like, okay, we're gonna come back to this shit. If this franchise, if this movie does good, we're gonna get money to make this story. See, for me being so naive, which is classic Marvel. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The thing, me being but so you're naive, not Marvel. I'm like sitting, I'm like, oh man, like this is so cool. Like it's just like we're getting hints of this, like, like just world, like this. You know, it is full of monsters, but right. we're not getting like these origin stories. I thought it was just gonna be the Conjuring main line, yeah. like one, two, and three, and that's it. I've been happy with that. No, now, yeah. now we have. We have two. We have two origin stories for one one thing. We're probably gonna get three origin stories for the nun. So we're gonna we're gonna see the exorcism of uh, like all these all these fucking what, demons that are trapped mm-hmm. in these little dolls or whatever. They're, but they're not. They're just demons. There's no. They don't have character development. You don't figure out how they became demons. You don't feel like. I just don't understand the point of an origin story of something that has no origin. Yeah, uh, how, how do you feel? About we can this movie? we can see like the demons early years. Like it's not like a good turned evil. Like, I mean, just, I mean, it's just fucking. Uh... Yeah, Harvey, what are your thoughts? You're the horror um, movie guy. Yeah, if I'm honest, I I have to disagree with everything you guys are saying. Oh my god, I love this movie. He's lying. I know he is, dude. <laughs> no, this is shit. He loves this. No, no. I was about to punch a hole in your wall. <laughs> he walks not, out and not replace it. I'll be like, fix your um, own goddamn wall. I don't know. I think when you consider like. Uh, Everything you like about movies, this thing it doesn't do any of that. This <laughs> <laughs> you know, is an anti-movie. You know, much. you know the, this, this the general <laughs> story, like just any type of movie. You know, good things. This yeah. is this is not a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I fucking hate this movie. Makes me hate movies. Um, it's it's like designed like a like a really shitty uh, haunted house. That's basically like what this is. It doesn't. It's not a like good horror movies. They build suspense and they build tension. Um, this doesn't do any of that. Even the jump scares aren't effective. It's like a, just weird awkwardness uh, that fucking precedes a fucking loud bang or something or a very predictable, a very predictable jump out or some shit. You um, see it coming. Yeah. Does this? Does the people on the set feel like like they just? doing their job or they actually feel like they're creating something no i think i think uh, there's like a level of creation i'm pretty sure we would all happily worked on this yeah movie. i definitely yeah. would have <laughs> easily and when it, it came out to us no i mean the like like the, the writer and the director i don't mean like the the there's, there's some scenes with the actors that are very questionable i mean this movie is a success uh-huh. it made 50 million dollars in opening day and it has a shockingly high uh rotten tomato score yeah, but this thirty percent, uh, thirty-four, I mean, or whatever. It's a uh, this thing's really like uh, it's pretty much like devoid of any uh, suspense building or tension building or good characters or good story or so everything that makes good cinematography. Yeah, like everything's pretty much f- fucking bad in this movie, <laughs> and I don't understand any of it. If I'm honest, I don't understand the decisions behind the characters. Um, it's like they're just like 
making like string they're like attaching like these weird storylines and strings to other movies i don't get why they thought the nun would be an interesting thing to make a story about like i don't know they just keep making these fucking sub stories of their stories dude, that's dude, what i'm saying like we're wait, gonna get another sub do you guys remember this do you guys remember i think this? frenchy's gonna have his next movie you think, oh you God, think frenchy's gonna definitely I'll, have his next movie i'll literally ban all movies so do you guys remember this right this after they had already witnessed with their own eyes demonic activity. They've seen the flesh. Like then they walk up to the thing and then they see fresh blood and they're like, How is this possible? Yeah, just Dude, you just them. saw a fucking demon. Yeah, yeah like you literally no, just No, he's saw- like, Oh, that's more opossums or some shit like that. Dude. Dude. Alright, yeah. This How is are you bullshit. surprised? Yeah, like after the they first must have night- shot that out of sequence or some shit. There, there's, yeah, there's like this one moment where like he like comes in, it was like, I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna spoil this part. They're going to this ice room, right? And there, and he goes up to the father. He's like, "Father, uh, I didn't leave her like that. And this it was his body that. Well, he, yeah, once if I was a friend, when I walked in there, I would I'm be like, like nope, "Yo, I'm, I'm out." Dip. So yeah, the worst part about that scene is that his explanation. He's like, "Yeah, there's been cases where people have died, and yeah. they've twitched." <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> who, the, who, the, who the fuck twitches back up? Dude, yeah, he's, he's like, like, dude, that's the funniest part. We like, birdie shit over here. Yeah, dude, he's like, yeah, I left that body laying there, like it was like lying down. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's just like, no. It's, it's like, who fucking says that? This shit was like sitting up straight with like like good posture and all. Like fucking A, dude. Dude, yeah. after the fucking the casket scene, he still stays there. Oh, like, yeah. Like, what? <laughs> dude, you've been, you were buried alive technically. Like, yeah, why they the never, fuck? they never seem impacted by what they see. Yeah, they like, seem well, so. This sucks. But, anyways. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, there must be an explanation. Like, no. No, there's no explanation. Run. Um, I like, you've been given a second chance, right. and if you don't fucking take this, you're an idiot. And nope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a huge, like, just fundamental issue that this has to. It's supposed to be an origin story, but it doesn't explain anything, really. It just creates a ton of, like, new questions. Like, it doesn't explain any origins. It just. Like how the fuck they got the let's, blood of Christ? Let's, let's yeah, let's talk about the blood of Christ because that's the so biggest this, thing. This, this movie it really asks you to believe one. There's Jesus; he exists, and they have his <laughs> his blood, his real blood. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> dude, this is like the like hit, they don't explain where to get his blood from. I like that. I would story. imagine they, was there a guy. Well, like a vial when he was like being strung up on the yeah crucifix. we're gonna eat this shit later <laughs> he's like yo and this, on, this shit in 30 years on ebay gold this, this shit's is. gonna fucking cure demons he basically yeah. was like fucking one of those supreme hype beasts waiting outside the stories like, i was like yo i'm gonna resell this shit this is here's what i was thinking let's assume that they do have the blood of christ and obviously the uh, catholic church knows about this place because it knows its secrets because they wouldn't they wouldn't like really divulge any uh, information to the priest, you, mm-hmm. so, so they definitely know about it. Why would the fucking Catholic per- Church leave Jesus's blood at some random castle in Romania with a demon running around? With a demon, well, I would assume there's multiple vials of demon of uh, Jesus's blood. <laughs> 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 I mean, I didn't assume yeah. that. I, I assumed I that this that. was the they're like the I, Dragon I, Balls. I feel like there's seven like and a, they spread them about. There's like a chest of <laughs> vials of Jesus's blood. I mean, just in case, yeah, you can't just have one. I mean, it made it sound like it was this rare shit. They're like, yo, we need to get the relic. And you I know what's like, funny? Oh. Okay, this is probably a little bit of a spoiler. but uh, Spoiler like, alert. Yeah, fuck it. There's a, there's a scene where Frenchie, he's, he has it, and uh, he's being choked out. Like, he's being choked out by the demon. 
And then he obviously he's trying to open the vial and like smear the blood on her face. But you we as an audience we can hear the jingling of him like opening as like ching 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 ching. Like, <laughs> how do you how does the demon not hear this shit? Demon's like too caught up in itself. Like, it's like right like, under her ear. The demon's flexing really hard, so it's just like ah oh, fuck everything. Yeah, he's like uh, I'm French Canadian, and you hear his vial. Like, oh, God, that line was fucking rough. What is all right? Another quick question. Why is it important that he's French Canadian? Because he keeps bringing it up. Yeah, in the I don't movie. understand why he couldn't be just French. French. Yeah. And then also his accent they, they threw tried me to off. Use it, they tried to use it as a joke, but it was not a good joke. Well, I didn't even know it was supposed to be a joke. Yeah, he was like, actually, I'm French Canadian. Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> um, can we? Um, can we never talk about this movie? Again? No, I kind of want to keep talking about. No, it I'd now. rather yeah. not. There's actually more uh, nun demon nun movies coming out, not related to this series. There's one coming out called Demon Nun where um, <laughs> Emily was actually an X-ray. What do you guys think about this? Uh, I kind of uh, want to watch it. What now. do you guys think the uh, the conversations are like at a, a real Catholic uh, church where there's lots of nuns and there's these movies being made about them in this light? Do you well, think they're, they're aware? I don't, I don't, I don't think, think they watch it, but they must be aware. They're like, "Yo, did you hear about I don't that think movie they're they made aware about of you the guys? James Wan universe?" I see a nun on the L train all the time. Yeah. Like she, Ask her what she thinks of the the nun like the and their portrayal because there's no good nun movies. I mean, I've, I've oh, met, I guess there is. I've met, I've, I've met a nun before. I've never actually met nice. a nun or a priest. I've met both, and they're they, they seem nice. I don't think they really yeah. would give a shit. They'd be like, "Oh, cool." Remember, Later. um, <laughs> like next time I see in, one, uh, I'm gonna spit blood in their Seinfeld face. when uh, who was a Kramer <laughs> was in love with a nun. Yeah, yeah, the Kavorka. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ! Why did we watch this? It's a, we could have just did searching. It's a real, real bad movie. Um, uh, where do you see this universe going? Uh, right, universe. right. Never into my eyeballs. Did, did we again. talk about uh, what's her name, Taisa Formiga? Um, no. I've never been like a huge fan of her, um, but she's real fucking bad in this. Yeah, and that like, she kind of looks like that one other actress who? with the big nose. Um, she was in Ruby Sparks. I'm not sure who you're talking about. She's also in that movie Monster. Yeah, look this up, boys. Monster. What is her name? Was it Charlize Theron? No, not that monster. It was like Monsters. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Oh, I know who you're talking oh, about. Oh, yeah, Monsters, Inc. No, not that. <laughs> not that one. Monsters University. No, not that one either. Monster Anyways, Ball. let's continue while Steve uh, brings up a name. What do you yeah, guys I think her name? acting was just yeah. really bad. Um... I think French Ruby is Spark, not, Steve, not, the actress from that. Not not too great either. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of anything I enjoyed about this movie. There's only one little segment that I was like, okay, this could be cool in a haunted house. If I was there, I'd be a little bit afraid. Is when uh, the nun said the bag's over their head and he's walking through it. And uh, they're all like kind of like, staring at him. Frenchie. When he goes into the I guess oh, yeah. Yeah. that yeah. would be cool in a haunted house. Yeah. But it definitely doesn't look cool with the uh, Court Street yeah. Regal. And right. <laughs> Did you get my name, Steve? Uh, almost. Uh, I really want to mention, uh, yeah, those scenes. Yeah, there's like moments where you're like, oh, this could be scary, but you kind of already see, like, oh, I'm, we're going to get a jump scare in like in the next two seconds. I think yeah. shot differently, that could have been good. Yeah. I needed to see this movie, though. Yeah. Because now I know for sure I'm never going to watch another one in this franchise. Yeah. No, it's um, over. We're, we're done. Mm-hmm. I like, think we bashed it enough. I don't think we can talk. Zoe Kazan? Zo- yeah, that, that chick. Yeah, let, she kind of looks like her. We we did bash it. Zoe Kazan. Uh, we didn't, I wouldn't say we bashed it enough um, because this movie deserves yeah. to be curb stomped. But uh, I'm sorry. I feel so strongly about this. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think for the for the sake of the people listening, we don't need to just keep bashing it. 
Yeah. It's just bad. Just don't even fucking waste your time. Listen, I'm going to say this. If you're a fan of this universe, by all means, give them more of your money. I mean, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Uh, you it know. does matter. You know, just, keep, would, um, just keep giving them your money and they're just going to keep giving you a subpar product. And, you know, if you like that, by all means, go for it. Uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. Mm-hmm. For Let's everyone else. scores. Steve, score it, man. Uh, this is going to get a hot one. I would also give it a hot one. You guys are rating this thing way too high. I'm, I'm rating I'm rating it because I know someone will get something out of it, but not yeah. me. Who? The fucking, nobody in the theater got anything out of it. And I was just hey, man. Of, there's, I'm looking you at think, you. You know, I was contemplating because uh, they, they recently put the, the Devil Tree movie on Amazon Prime. I was yeah, contemplating they, watching yeah, yeah. that movie this week. I was week. gonna watch it too. Yeah, and we I think should watch that. That movie looks horrible. I know. Like absolutely trash. <laughs> but you have some like. But uh, I think that it. might be a little bit better. All right, than listen, none. listen, listen. I'm reading one of the hottest takes on Letterbox right now. I went in hyped and so excited. Oh, yeah, four stars. And now I'm leaving terrified, and images stuck in my head that will what image? Scare, will sorry, sorry, that will scar me until death. Four stars. Dot 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 dot. Four stars. Jesus. Jesus, blood of That's Christ! That's gotta be like a uh, like like Scarlett Johansson and Under the Skin, like trying to fit in with humanity. There's no way that person's human. What, what's uh, your score? My score is a half star, uh, only because I can't give it lower. Okay, Harvey. Um. Well, I guess I should say that you're wrong. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna not rate it. And I'm gonna say zero stars. I'm gonna put zero stars in the in the review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I guess if you don't, I'm let, yeah, I'm gonna let him go with that. You're just gonna log it as a watch. You're yeah, right. I'm, yeah, no, I'm gonna let him have that. I'm gonna let him have that. All right. So you had to watch this again or Winchester? Winchester. Yeah, Winchester. Winchester easily. What was the last bad movie that we watched that we said it was just Action as bad? Point. Uh, I would love to watch that over this. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> There's something there. Yeah. Uh, Action Point has four stars on Amazon Prime. Oh, does it? Yeah. Everything does. On well, not, good mo- not good movies, though. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> Hereditary is like a three. Okay. So next week, I think we have to bank choice. White Boy Rick or the Predator? Predator. Yep. Predator. I really? Yeah. Um, I'm still going to see White Boy Rick. Yeah. Review yeah, I'm, uh, I vote for Predator as well. Um, well I think Predator is a bigger guess. review. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was going to go for White Boy Rick, but I wasn't factoring in Predator. I'm going to watch White Boy Rick anyways. Yeah. Come on, Dad. We can do this. We can. We know the game. <laughs> Yeah. We know the players. I'm pretty excited to see it, actually. Yeah, you know, careful, I, careful with that wire. Um, yeah, Matthew McConaughey's character looks really. We're going really for great. custard. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Bruce Dern's in it too. So yeah, yeah it should be good. Cool. Uh, I will do Predator. You guys want to do the topic now? What if uh, I came and I watched like How to Catch a Predator? I'm like, oh, I thought that's what you meant. Well, Bad uh, joke. Hey, uh, joke. let's. Uh, we're going to uh, do our topic. Yeah, um, so this week's topic is uh, we're going to pick some movies, some horror movies that we think we could survive and ones that we think we would die in. And uh, yeah, no cop outs, not saying, uh, don't say because you would never go in the haunted house or whatever, Stephen. Uh, we want legitimate reasons. <laughs> Too bad we can't, bad we can't stay. <laughs> Let's, uh, Steven, what do you got? Which, uh, which one are you doing this first? One, this one's Survive? actually, I feel like me and Tom can both agree on this because we watched this movie at the same time. Wait. I think our first time watching Hold it. Up. Do, you, do you guys want to do both of them at the same time or do you want to go with the ones we survived first? No, I'm going to just do the, the one I'm going to survive first okay. and then at the all end right. I can just uh, do the ones I'll die in, which is yeah, basically well, all of them. How about we, uh, we go around for the survive and then we do the die ones yeah, after? Yeah, yeah. So wait uh, for so, everyone. Yeah, yeah. So this one... <laughs> 
And this is the only reason is because I always remember this conversation. We were watching this movie and having this deep conversation. Like, this is fucking dumb. It's like, I would like find a way to get out of this situation. It's like, you can't fuck up this bad. And it is, uh, uh, is the Blair Witch Project. You remember watching this movie in my den yeah. back in the day? And we were both sitting there. It's just like, he's like, I don't get why they. It's like, I was like, how are they not like just sticking together and like working through this? Everyone's like falling apart and just like running off into the woods. And it's just like, it's just yeah, complete yeah. chaos. I'm like, it's like, there should be like some kind of like, le- and I feel like personally, like I could survive that. I don't buy that because uh, knowing the story, um, the the reason why they were they were running around like chickens is because they were delusional. The the woods encompassed them in a way to where they were possessed. Is that the story? Yeah. So the story oh, wasn't just that they were they were. It wasn't just that they were all paranoid and they didn't they I couldn't that- make right decisions. Is that they were clouded as well? It was a force of energy within the force. Okay, so <clears throat> I, think, I, I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't be clouded. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this kind of ruins the movie a little bit for me because I like I kind of like the idea that the paranoia got to them or something. I think that would have been like, like that they're makes weak-minded, yeah, they're, strong. Yeah, a little bit. I think I think if me and Tom that was were the in this trap situation, of the woods of where the, that's how the victims were lured in a way. I feel like if Tom and I were in this situation, I think we could have got out. You know, we'd have found a way if someone's messing with us in the woods. I think we could have found like a we could have worked together, found a plan. I feel to get the like we fuck would out. like we would get into a conversation about something like, and we would just be talking about it. And like the witch wouldn't be able to haunt us, you know? Yeah, like I don't know because like like these guys just won't shut up about like you know what camera they want to buy, and I think we'd have just been <laughs> so caught up with our own shit. I think, or like, we'd just be so fascinated, it's just like we'll get lost and we'll then talk start about, climbing a fucking like cliff. We'll talk about all the the good old days right after high school and the witch is like these guys are so fucking nostalgic shut the fuck up <laughs> you know what you know what just walks out <laughs> you know what bullshit and just keeps walking away no i honestly i feel like that situation i could easily like easily get out of especially if it was us <laughs> in the woods I, I don't remember much about it to be honest i don't know i felt like our conversation we also devolved we were just like it's like worst case scenario like if we were really in a situation i'm like i would have just start making like fucking forest fires in the woods I'll just like light the whole forest on fire. I'm like, fuck it. It's like, I'm getting out somehow. Like if I'm going out like this, I'd yeah. rather like I'm taking the woods with me. Yeah. Uh, that was a more ridiculous one, but yeah, I, right. I think, I think I could, I think that one is, is a little bit more. <sighs> I'm nervous about my, well, I, like I'm just, I'm an idiot. Well, just go with Sean. Um, okay. So I'll just do the first one where I think that, um, you would survive. Uh, I wouldn't survive. Well, no, we're doing, we're doing. I'm gonna go backwards. Um, Always up the flow. The flow. So I, I, I don't think I would be able to survive this just because this one was a, a game of wits, and uh, I would die instantly because of that. Uh, is the cube? Uh, in the cube, you have to, <laughs> you have to like get through these compartments without, and you have to figure out the basically what's gonna the trap in the room, and then you have all these people trying to figure it out, and it's you have to use math. Shit like that. <laughs> I would die. I'd be like, that first like, guy. You pull out paper like he's like, yo, can I get a pen and paper? <laughs> like, I would literally sit like, in a ball in the one room and stay there forever. Be like, Sinner's like, can I, do I have to Imagine show my how work? how hungry you would get. Yeah, I would just die. You'd die anyways. They all died. Yeah. I would have, I would have, I would have survived. Like, quick, you would have survived? Yeah, quick cute. mass. Quick mass. How about if you have to show your work? <laughs> 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 it, wasn't, it wasn't too good at that. <laughs> 
how'd you get to this, bitch? Don't worry about it. Yeah, I would hate when teachers like, good, I got the good job, but how but did you, you didn't get show your work? I'm like, bitch, because I, got, I did it in my head. I got, I got the method. I ain't showing you my secrets. <laughs> so you think you'd die in the cube because you're not good at math? Yeah. Have you seen the cube? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh yeah. Anything puzzle based. That requires any kind of pressure for me. Like saw? Like saw? Like, all right, like if someone's like, hey, you have a gun, you have to shoot this random dude, or you both die, I'm like, yeah, I'll shoot the random dude. And then he has to tell me a soft story, like, he had a wife and kid. I'm not good at shit like that. I don't care that he had a wife and kid. I wasn't good at that (laughs) game, Portal, so. You you took AB stats, though. Right. I did. I was good at math in high school. I never like. Not me. I I got stuck in liberal. But arts. the thing is, it's not being good at math. It's like you are like put on a time constraint. Like yeah. you have to figure this shit and out. And you also now. have to get your team together and shit like that. So you have to talk to those people. <laughs> well, you did it backwards. That ruins everything. Yeah, I did Fuck ruin it. it. All right, it's the topic. I'm, I'm gonna go. All right, so here's a movie I survive. It's not a horror movie. Okay. Sorry. I don't care. Well, then you just... And it's possible, what, that ruined the topic? Yeah. I know, but I, hey, wanted, Tom, to get, I, I wanted to get gimmicky. I want to hear this, because I'm curious. And it better a, be a good movie. And it's a spoiler of a very popular movie. Oh, great. So oh, we have wow. to put a spoiler warning. So skip uh, three times on the podcast app now, if you don't care, about uh, Avengers Infinity War. Uh, damn, really? That movie? What? All right, let me hear this shit. All right, so I always move through life with this... Uh, I think there's a percentage of people who get struck with bad luck and put into fatal situations. Okay. And uh, I live my life as though that I'm always on the the good side of that. Okay. So I don't think... Um, I love where you're going with this. I just... I truly believe in my heart that when he snaps his fingers <laughs> and turns everyone to dust... This is the dumbest thing ever. I, I hate you. <laughs> I won't be one. I think you would be, if I'm honest. I don't think so. I think I it's think- pretty random and I'm... I'm just how I've made it this far in life, I've just uh, I'm but just. The Shomo luck would get you. Yeah, the Shomo, the Shomo luck, luck, luck is be different. The first one. No, no, I think I think no, the Shomo luck is a, is a. He gets he trips and then no, no, he like breaks his. Here's neck. the thing. I think it would. I think it would definitely happen, but I think it would happen super fucking slow, just to inconvenience you. Like, like it, would ta- it would take it would take like a month. Like you just start losing your foot slowly. <laughs> I think the first thing to start turning to ash with the, the fucking... Shoma luck is your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think the Shoma luck, because I avoid uh, things like that so much, I get burdened with all this other bad luck. It's like you can't have both. You, can't, like... you can't be that lucky. So I think the reason why I have bad luck is... So like, if you guys are having good luck right now, you're probably going to die in some Final Destination type way. Oh, that's that's really encouraging to hear uh, right But now. yeah, I mean... I just don't. I just don't see a scenario where I where I die. <laughs> okay. What about you, Harvey? <laughs> um, it's kind of a horror movie. My choice is a little weird. I'm sorry, I don't even know if it, if everyone's seen it, but it's a it's a movie directed by Ernest Dickinson. Uh, he uh he did he did juice um never die alone um yeah he's a a frequent uh Spike Lee collaborator um he did this little movie in 2001 called Bones and it's I've st- seen Bones <laughs> it stars uh, Snoop Dogg Pam Grier's in it as well Clifton Powell's in it um the horror it's a horror movie yeah. Snoop Dogg I plays think it's still like, on Netflix yeah Snoop Dogg plays this guy I think his name was like Jimmy Bones or some shit. And he was like, he lived in this neighborhood and he was like a, um, a really well-respected guy. I th- I'm not sure if he sold drugs, but I know that he took care of his neighborhood. 
gave everybody like fucking, I don't know, like turkeys and shit at Thanksgiving. But he ended up being betrayed by his best friend. It was played by Clifton Powell and his, uh, and Jimmy's uh, girlfriend, who was played by Pam Greer. They end up killing Jimmy, Jimmy Bones, and uh, he dies in his house. And uh, he's sort of like uh, entombed there for like the next 20 years until these uh, group of friends decide to buy the place and put a uh, a club on it, a club a club in its place. Um, they obviously all get taken out one by one. Um, they uh, discovered his bones in like the basement or some shit, and they concealed it so that the because uh, they figured nobody would want to go to a club where someone they found fucking bones in. Um, That's a dumb reason. Yeah, and I think I would have survived because I would have not done that. Um, I'm a very nervous guy. Um, I'm nervous that people will think I killed people all the time for no reason. <laughs> so if I found bones in a fucking building that I'm trying to make a club, club, I, I think I would definitely call the cops. And then I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have opened a club either because that's just not my style. So you would order like a nice like like a like a coffee house. I would, yeah, I would put like a coffee shop there. I would put a fucking <laughs> coffee shop there. I don't even drink coffee. <laughs> um, you're like you're the douchebag who's sometimes just like, oh, uh, what's a good blend? And you'd be like, well, you know, I don't drink coffee. Yeah. But I mean, if I had to choose our uh, the, our South American blends, the really brown great. one, the brown one. Um, yeah, I think I would. I don't know. I would have put like a, a library or something there. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I would have made those options. And uh, first know. of all, a library is ten times scarier than a club in terms of like no, possibility it's not, of haunting. It's not, a, it's not as disrespectful as finding someone's bones and then putting a club on top of them. <laughs> I, I, that's what I mean. Um, but yeah, I would I wanted to call the cops and just like, can we talk a little bit more about Bones and if it's worth a watch? Yeah, you should. Yeah, that's why I brought it up because I want people to watch Bones. Um, it's a uh, it's definitely like in the style of seventies uh, black exploitation movies. Uh, so there's that, and um, I'm a I'm always a big fan of those movies. Um, yeah, that's my pick. Steve, which movie would you? Uh, which which movie you're not making it out of, yeah. Come uh, on, Steve? <laughs> I know there's a lot of them out there. <laughs> there's a lot. <laughs> I'm being like, there's a lot. Uh, it, honestly, like Sean made a great point. Anything that has to deal with wits and and or pressure, like in a saw situation, like if someone's like, oh, we gotta figure out this puzzle, we'll just see it out, and there's like some weird clown thing laughing at me, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm dead. Like this is it. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm. I don't know why, but I'm thinking of like, just like random like dumb luck. I'm thinking of like the alien movies. I don't know why. I'm just thinking like, I'm gonna be the fucker just like walking down this like, hey, can you check the ventilation shaft to see if there's anything yeah, down there? I can see you making a bad decision. And I'm like, and I'm like, he's like, he's like, I'm like, he's like, no. And they're like, he's like, yeah, we just we need to make sure the ventilation shaft's clear. I'm like, all right, and I'm gonna go start walking through it, and I'm gonna get taken. So I'm I'm going to die with the face hug around my face. That's that's my way. Well, you don't die. You just get impregnated. You get impregnated. I mean, I would die. die too, but you would, you would die later. I don't know yeah. if I would die like that. I would just I'd hide out. in a corner until it kills me. I'd go out fighting. Uh, I would would like you? To, I would like to no, think I'd, I'll go I'd, out fighting. I'd, I'd go out in space and just die like that. <laughs> See what that feels like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I definitely, <gasps> definitely in any kind of alien and or predator situation or anything that someone says, hey, can you check out that one room? And me just being like, yeah, sure. I don't like doing chores now. I wouldn't even do that shit if there wasn't an alien. Or it's me trying to be overly heroic in a situation. I'm like, he's like, hey, guys, you guys relax. I'm going to go check this out real quick. Steve had a few too many drinks. He's like, I got this. I got this, guys. Don't worry. I'll fucking die. First guy to die. Right. 
Sean, what movie would you? I guess we have to do the opposite for you. What movie would you? Uh, would you survive in? Um, the cube. No, not the cube. Um, I the square. Die there. square. <laughs> <laughs> the sphere. Remember I, that movie? I, I, yeah, I think I would. Uh, anything that has to do with like escaping for uh, through like landscapes, I think I would do well in. Like The Shining. No, uh, I'm like talking about like like running across like America, something like that, like. Pretty much like a, an apocalyptic style film. Anything with horror like that, like 28 Days Later or something like that. I think oh, okay. uh, because those that's an easy situation. You think you could be- survive 28 Days Later? I think I can survive just because uh, it seems the easiest. I think uh, most movies would kill me. You know what? Generally. I would agree with Sean. <laughs> I, I, would, I would agree with Sean just because like physically what I'm, I mean, even though I'm drinking a beer now, I run a lot. I work out. The thing, I is, well, the thing keep, is, I would try my best to like consu- uh, consume um, a lot of gasoline. I would be like, in a car like a lot. Physically consume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like stockpile gasoline, canned foods, and like just hide out things where you can just you don't have to face the actual danger immediately at all times. Be John Goodman. The thing is, twenty days later has the fast. Well, uh, those are those zombies. are like the infected, like the infected virus. Yeah. The thing is, he I has say to. Most of, like say, oh, just in general, post-apocalyptic. I think. Films, it, like, yeah. I think he just has to outrun whoever he's well, with. Well, like most things like uh, Scream or The Descent or like The Shining, things that I'll be dead. So any of those I don't want. Like anything where it's like a closed environment. I feel like everyone has this overblown confidence about the apocalypse and or zombies where it's like, oh yeah, I could survive. Mm-hmm. You know, like like one dumb decision and I'm pretty sure like... Dude, if, it, if there was a, like, a bowl of like breakout, it, Like I am survive. legend, I think I would survive. <laughs> if a bowl of fucking broke out, we'd all die. I think I think I would be the lucky one who's not a zombie. I can't even go two days without eating. So, oh man, yeah, (laughs) be dead. Anything where food is, you have to ration food. Sean would be dead. Yeah, Yeah, I can't. can't. We were like panic, like mid through, like I can't do it. Two hours in, he's like, I can't take it. I'm like, so he's killing everybody. I I know I don't need those Welch's fruit snacks, but I can't ration these M and (laughs) M's. I figured, you know, I'm, if I'm I eat all of them now, <laughs> I figure if I eat all of them now, I'll be full longer and I won't yeah. have to eat them later. Yeah. No. So, yeah, I think anything where, like, the world is pretty much over and I'm left over, I think I can survive. Uh, like, I, I would, I would join you, Sean. I think I think I would uh, be on that same I camp. am legend. Yeah. Well, the thing was, the biggest problem with I am legend is that he was in, a, he stuck around in New York City or wherever it was. I would not be there. That's where his, because his lab was there. I don't though. give a he fuck about that. I don't care about a cure. I just want to go to like Wisconsin or some shit and hide out. Wisconsin, the gym. that's that's <laughs> and hide hide out in the rainforest over there. Rainforest, Wisconsin. <laughs> I think that's uh, yeah. Oh fuck, man! Okay. We have derailed. All right, so I'm doing what am I? I'm doing the movie I would die in. Um, you guys familiar with the movie called It Follows? Yeah. So I figured, you know, given my uh, you know my luck, I think if I got laid. And she passed that on to me. <laughs> you, you have a hard time getting rid of it. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to get laid forever. Like, I just don't think I could afford a prostitute right now. Um, and and I just think I don't know. I would blow it. Like I don't think I would. Like, I'd go on Tinder dates, and I just I don't think that's actually a good then, movie. Imagine a movie where you have to get laid or you die, get, dude. Uh, and he's like Tom's just sitting there, just like he's like already have this like sense of urgency. I need to get laid, and he's like sweating like the, on this the, date. The sequel, it stays. It stays. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get laid. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what would happen if I didn't. Let's pass get the Wayne brothers on that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I feel like it would just be me, like, like sweating on a date. Kinda, like, hey, can we want to go back to my place? I go on you're a you're lot like of trying dates. to go to like Tinder Trap like, and you're shit. Like looking around, like, like, like you want to go back to my place? He never, <laughs> he never wants to like go to Tinder Trap with us. But like right away, he'd say, "Hey, you guys going out tonight? I need to go out tonight." Yeah, I really like, and I'd go out and I'd talk to girls, and I would be. Uh, yeah. It's all hypothetical, of course, because I have a girlfriend, right, Tappy? Uh, <laughs> but you know, you can't give it back to the same person, can you? No, I don't know exactly. Well, I don't know if. So I if think, Ta- so if Taffy gave it to they me. never experimented with that. Yeah. You just pass it back and forth for eternity. Either way though, you're still on the list. So once they die, once it gets them, it's, it's coming right back after you. I'll be I'll be dead. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Uh, so in the in this like scenario that I was a single uh boy, I'm just thinking back to when I was twenty and I got it. I just you know, I think it'd be a like. How long do you have? Because I would it would take me a while. Well, I think you I have as long it. as it kills you. Yeah, as long as until it kills yeah. you. Yeah, it might kill me pretty quick. Though, but the right? thing is, you have to be on alert. Constantly. Yeah, so that you're always watching behind you. So like, what if it gets close to you, right? Yeah, it'll yeah, kill you. I don't. I can't. I'm gonna fuck up. I don't even think I would make it to. Even if I had two days to get laid, I don't think I could last. I could last. I think most of us can. I think you can do it. Oh, I think. The, I think like I in, think in that movie, most of them were getting off mm-hmm. because they're in like closed spaces. Like uh, in the house and shit like that, so that's why you constantly have to be in like open areas, like maybe camping or some shit. Just go in the woods. Yeah. Mm. And if you see someone walking towards you, you're like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense." I have sense. to go to sleep. What the fuck? You don't sleep anymore. You have to. Oh, yeah. your body will literally shut down. What have you thought? Okay, this is a uh, pretty graphic, but have you thought about abuse, sexual abuse? <laughs> what do you mean? If uh, to get right, rid so of he it. wants to, he wants me to rape someone. Yeah. Dude, that's brutal. I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. I okay. What if you rape a dude, like a, a um, child molester? Does it work like that in the movie? Well, I don't know. You they don't rape a child molester. You yeah. motherfucker! You shouldn't have raped that kid. Take like, this. What the fuck? This this <laughs> no. this, uh, this topic has fucking derailed <laughs> no. so far off. I can't rape anyone. That sounds like the hardest thing in the world. What the fuck? Tom is like boiling down. He's like the pressure is already on to add that extra level of stress would break him. I don't think he can like, do it. Like trying to rape someone sounds harder than like if you're like working under a car and like you're trying to get this this screw or bolt <laughs> into a hole. Like it, there's no position where you can just I don't know. All right, let's uh, right <laughs> Harvey. What about you? All right. Um, oh, I forgot that. Damn, it's like this, this, pod, this podcast is getting flagged for sure. Yeah, this is it I went can't off wait. the rail. Uh, hey, I, you're the one who said rape. Just the way you tried to euphemize yeah, you, it. I was sexual like, abuse. You were trying to sexually abuse to someone. You trying to say like that? Like by nasally as fuck? <laughs> All right. Here's a movie that I think I think I'd be good in a lot of horror movies. You would think so. You would think so. What do you mean? You got to put your mindset as the characters in the movie, right? Yeah, I mean, Harvey, you're I, forgetting I'm, that I'm the black super, guy always dies first. Yeah, but that's bullshit. I'm a... He's going to change the status quo, <laughs> goddammit. I'm a... I'm he's very like, logical, and I think my logic would get me out of most situations. He's going to be a gear for change in the in the horror movie yeah. genre. Um, I'm going to start in its days. Um, you'll see. <laughs> I uh, die first. Yeah, Har- I Harvey gives it to Shomo. <laughs> <laughs> what a sneeze! <laughs> so, what what movie do you are you confident that you'd make? He's it? like okay. swiping on some uh, shit. Like what? what the movie that would not. I make just it thought out it was of. so very, very weird. What's up? Like, say, okay, you guys made this movie. It stays, uh, and the, you don't have sex with Shomo to give it to him. But you know, in Twenty Eight Days Later, when he, the the crow drops a drop of blood in his eye, <laughs> what if you drop a <laughs> tiny bit of cum <laughs> 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 from above? 
and it gets in <laughs> your bloodstream. Cum doesn't go in your bloodstream. <laughs> in the movie, it does. Yeah. Uh, but you don't have a you. You don't accept. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a scenario in which this like, would happen. That's what I'm thinking of. Like, what the fuck is Harvey doing? Like, masturbating, and he like comes walks in the door. Hey, do you got some uh, milk for these cookies? Right no, I think eyeballs. no. I think what, I what John is Harvey implying, he, you want to. I, I, I imagine Harvey like sitting on a rafter <laughs> in a loft space. Why would just, like, sitting there just like talking and just like he just feels a little would drop? It, would a drop uh-huh. of cum hanging on his dick? <laughs> well, is he? Uh, and, and Harvey's like, hey, show him. And you look up. <laughs> so why wouldn't you just put it in my drink or something? I don't know. The fuck. <laughs> All right, don't you go putting cum in my drinks now, Harvey? <laughs> what, what, what? We gotta hear your pick. We're... Oh boy, I'm trying to think of a good title for that. It stays, <laughs> dude, dude, dude. Twenty eight nuts later. <laughs> it just be it comes to you. Uh, well, it it be comes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sweating. Fuck. Uh, Self congratulations. The movie that was a brutal yeah. scene with um Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, he was like yeah. sad and shit. He and like, he's like, he comes out get and away. his daughter. Yeah, damn, it's a great scene. Um, movie that I would definitely not survive is uh, Green Room. Oh, oh uh, yeah. Being in a confined uh space with uh, neo Nazi skinheads, I don't think it would go over too well for me. I would probably have been dead as soon as I walked in. If, if I'm honest, <laughs> I think before you would have been the, dead before, before, the, before even before like, the murder happened. Yeah, before the murder happened. You I don't know, man. Dead. I'm convinced that a lot of these guys are all talk. I mean, after I watching mean, that movie, yeah, I, I think in general, in real life, they're all talk. But in the in this movie, movie, they're they're very much about it. You think so? About the, you think uh, they would be a little bit more very, persistent on you? Yeah, they're very militant. I mean, in this yeah, they they sliced up fucking homeboy with no problem. So I think they would have no. No quarrels with, with you're basically like they get all excited and giddy. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah. But um, but I mean, at the same time, you have a chance of surviving because they're just humans. You know, they're not like supernatural yeah. killers. I mean, I yeah. think they made some crucial mistakes in the beginning that I would have not made and that could have made the difference. But who knows? Okay, if I was in their situation, though, no, probably. Uh, as soon as you walk in the club, they so just basically, grab you. Sean, they Harvey, and I would definitely die within the first. Yeah, ten minutes. All of you the have film. to do is shave your head, Shomo. Probably yeah, Shomo and you, too, you would have been. Know. Shomo's eyes are too slanty. They yeah, they like, might have just been like. I have to do that too. Hey you guys, some, <laughs> <laughs> you got some chink in you, boys. <laughs> you got some mongoloid in you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, good talk, guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, All right. Let's well, move on to the game. Was, uh, oh, I think we're there's more of this show. Jesus. I think Shomo, you got to run. Oh yeah. So yeah, we're playing the game. It's called Get Wrecked. Um, Steve has to sit this one out just because he lost last week. No, no, he lost. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, assigning the movie. Which yeah. is, uh, so uh, these three guys, aside from me, are going to roll the twelve sided die. Whoever rolls the lowest, I get to assign a movie. A ten. Yeah. Harvey, you're looking pretty good. Steve, right roll now. that bitch. I'm hoping Sean doesn't lose because it's very hard for me. I to haven't assign. had to watch a movie in a while. <clears throat> Something fucking nice. Fox catcher. He got a six. Six. Shit. Ooh, this is uh, looking rough. Yeah, your odds are not good. 
Not good. A three. No. Uh, lost. Uh, God damn it. So this is going to be hard for me to I recommend gonna Sean something. I going to take a week something. off from movies. <laughs> a week off. You can't do that. The, cartel? I'll watch Cartel. Fuck it. The, wait a second. <laughs> First of all, wait a second. He still owes me that. I forgot. You yeah. thought I was going to forget. You know what? I'll watch Cartel and the movie you assigned me. Okay. I'm a man of my word. All right. So, no, here, so here's the deal, right? Have you seen Foxcatcher? You said it was good, right? <laughs> So the movie I I'd like assign you is that uh, Gus Van Zandt movie. Um, How would I see that? But yeah, I don't think you can see it. No, it's not think. on stream yet. And yeah. with the current state of movie pass, I can't just willy nilly go. You kind of can now. It's actually really kind of, dude. But you still get three movies though. They're month. not asking me for checking anymore. They're, 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 not, might, they're not asking me either. They might actually stop asking you guys soon. What do you mean checking? <clears throat> you don't have to verify your ticket. No, I know that, but I'm saying you still only get three movies a month. Oh, right. I've already yeah. had like three. Well, I have two movie passes, oh. so. You know what? They still haven't charged me yet, like in terms of my fourth movie. Uh, All right, so Sean is very hard to give movies to because a lot, like, I don't know, I feel like I've seen a lot of the stuff he's seen and vice versa. Um, I just don't think there's a lot of, like, things I've seen that he hasn't seen, basically. But he has one blind spot, I guess, and that's anime. That's also a blind spot for me. <clears throat> I'm not a huge fucking weebo, as they say. Really? I'm surprised. Um, yeah, it was my big Japan ventures. I never watched tons of anime. I think people apologize too much for anime, this, even when it's bad. Okay, so Steve gave me anime once, too. Summer yeah, Wars. Summer Wars, yeah. yeah. Same uh, <clears throat> studio that did girl who left it, i'm pretty sure I'm all right mistaken. so yeah i want to give him the girl who left through time i remember this being a uh very atmospheric and emotional is this uh, the one that inspired the wakowski <clears throat> brothers to do the matrix mm, or is that no ghost in the shell? no that's something else I think that's ghost in the shell i believe there's nothing like that it's not this is not like action sci-fi like i guess it's, it's very enduring story it's very it's very beautiful i would say yeah. I, would, I would very i would describe this movie as beautiful yeah i thought you were gonna give me the whole catalog of cowboy bebop <laughs> now I'd say dream. give her the girl left through time I watched this many years ago and was very emotionally impacted by it and I'd like to see if you feel the same or if you uh, find some new uh, alright what new- happened to those Japanese movies you used to give everybody uh, Vibrator Castaway on the Moon that was Korean that was Korean whatever same um, shit same shit wow you gotta, you gotta cut that out Harvey um, just kidding so I don't know. I don't watch a ton of Japanese movies. I don't know if you ever saw Nobody Knows, but no, I never seen. Might that give show. you that next time. What's that about? I'll say that one. It's a true story about who, the the lady in Japan who literally left her kids in the apartment and never came back. Oh, um, I've seen portions of this with yeah, you. Well, one uh, spoiler: one of them dies, and they have to move on. Brutal. Yeah. It's one of the roughest things I've ever seen. Yeah, I've, I've actually seen most of this. Movie. Maybe I would yeah. see, give it to you then. You just spoiled it for other people. But basically, could you imagine leaving like four kids all under 11 in an yeah. apartment? Never coming back. They just fucking take care of themselves. Holy shit, that movie's rough. Holy shit. All right, yeah, the girl left the time. Okay. Okay. Uh, I guess that's going to do it for us on uh, Do the Right Film. Okay. Uh, Anybody owns this movie? No, I'll, no, I'll find it for you. I'll buy it on Amazon. You might not. I got the money. It might be streaming on one of these crunchy roll thingies. Or okay, kids crunchy watch. roll thingies. Um, okay, it's been fun. Uh, please look out for us on uh, social media. Or look mm-hmm. us up. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you do. Just doing a thing. Do the right film. Uh, do the right film underscore podcast on Instagram. We also have a website. Do the right film dot com. You can uh, go on there and. 
suggest movies for us and listen to all the episodes and all that stuff. And topics too, if you get yeah. topic ideas. Topic suggestions are always welcome. Um, I think we had a good one today. Um, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll Copyright see. Copyright pending. It stays coming in the eye. Yeah. Don't take it. What is that? Is that what? It, is that where you copywriting come in the uh? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> That's the tagline. There's that on the cover. Right. Spoiler: It burns. So people are like, "What the fuck?" I have to see what's going on in this movie. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um. Yeah, anything else we want to talk about? No, I think we're ready to uh, get the the good movies rolling in. I'm tired of fucking these last two shitty movies. Yeah, I'm as well. Um, I'm, thinking I'm not. I need more. All right. Hopefully, we get something good next week. Uh, see you. Toodaloo. Steve, you need more. What else do you need? <laughs> Catchphrase. Never try!